What is up, everybody? And welcome back to The Rewind, part of the Wayward World podcast. I'm Sid, and I'm glad to be... This is the first video recording after the hiatus, so this is great. <laughs> I'm Sid, and today, join me once again for the first time... Well, the, for the second time on The Rewind, Annalise Veldman. Annalise, how are you doing? I'm doing so good, and I'm stoked to be back. How are yeah, you? I'm I'm doing great. I'm getting my groove back, you know, with recording. Yes. I at least I hope so. I hope this isn't like I'm gonna record this and then I'm just never gonna upload it. <laughs> <type of thing. laughs> fingers fingers crossed. But um, I've been wanting we've been wanting to do this video for yeah uh, since May. <laughs> yeah, literally, literally, we've got a lot to talk about. Mm-hmm. And I said your last name correctly. So, you did you did I was waiting for it I was like okay let's see moment of truth is he gonna get it right and yeah boom you yeah. nailed it don't don't count on it on a second time <laughs> <laughs> what I've been doing I haven't been recording which we'll yeah. explain about in another video hopefully if that I upload soon yeah. um but yeah I mean I've just been going on trips which is what we're gonna be talking about Disneyland mm-hmm. and uh, I think we we mostly talked about theme parks last time, but you know, uh, we're we're gonna make money we're somehow, like off the clicks of like just talking about Disneyland again. Yeah, <laughs> listen, that's what we're here to do is is talk about theme parks because listen, people do it all the time, and it's something that we love, and so yeah. we can talk about it as well. And if people want to listen to the conversation, then great. As long as you're not an asshole who records lives on TikTok on the rides. <laughs> Dude, I TikTok is a menace to society and I fucking hate it. It is. And I cannot stand the fact that like the way that the parks have changed. I mean, I haven't been to any of the American parks since TikTok has gone to an astronomical level, but from what I have heard and read online, things like that, doing a TikTok like who the who the fuck's gonna watch that? Like I hate that. That's so annoying. There are people who watch it. Let me tell you, um, no. I'm going to talk about, I had two Disneyland trips this year and yeah. I have a third one coming up, which uh, in retrospect, that's crazy because I remember messaging you uh, and we talked about this back in 2019 saying like, yeah, I don't really know how I feel about Disneyland. This is kind of, this is kind of crazy. This is kind of yeah. expensive, but yeah. uh, now I'm a, I, now I'm a believer. Like, look at me. Yeah. Look at that. I, <laughs> I got hey, the D23. I... <laughs> I can't, you can't see it, but like, I got the D23 card. Like yes. I got a magic key now, like uh, the Did next you... thing. Do you have a physical card for the magic key? Uh, no, uh, sadly. Do they not issue them at all? Nope. It's uh, on your app or you can like print out the barcode. <laughs> but uh, yeah, there's no, 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 no card for wow. the magic key. Yeah, they're really wow. trying to push the app. <laughs> That's the it. app is great, but also like, what are you going to do? Get rid of magic bands? Hell no. Like also, oh my God, I could talk about this forever. Bring magic bands to Disneyland. But anyway, why they are you going to get rid of the card? They are. They're bringing magic bands to Disneyland. Did you not hear? Wait, that? confirmed. Confirmed. Magic band. Sid, are you are you pulling my chain? No, for real. Magic band plus is coming this fall to Disneyland. What? Yeah. I, I did you not hear about this? No, I did not know this. No, this is legit. I mean, I, are you I kidding me? No. <laughs> this is literally. I like. I might have talked. I might have talked about it on this podcast. I've had a conspiracy theory for like four years, and I could pin out exactly when I knew the when it was rolling out, and like they were testing the technology. They changed all the fast pass systems and put the Magic Band touch bands in. Like they've been doing a slow change at the property of the technology for magic bands and the fact that it's finally coming now magic bands are superior oh my god i'm so happy but (gasps) just so you know it's magic band plus that's coming to disneyland so yeah that's what they have in in disney world now too it's they call it magic band plus but it's like it's just the the newer technology the newer technology is coming not that you can't use your old magic bands over there 
yeah that's fine that because those the the batteries yeah. and all that shit and whatever so that that's yeah. fine that's yeah. fine if it's magic Band it's Plus. a whole thing like it's really interesting what they're gonna do i mean like park tickets uh genie plus photo pass and yeah. all that but there was nothing on there that said that you can use your magic bands to like pay for stuff which um that was like what appealed to me about the magic bands i was like there's no language here that's saying this. Are we going to be able yeah. to do that? Like, like what Disney World is doing, like pay for stuff and I, maybe not. I right bet now. you because it's the same system because it, it works with NFC in the same way that like <clears throat> Apple Pay does. So yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if that is something that maybe they don't roll out initially just because they're taking it with steps. You know what I mean? Yeah. The other thing was like the hotel key, like there was no mention of that as mm-hmm. well for Disneyland. So like the things that they're not saying, I'm like, are you not saying it because it's obvious like that it's going to be there? Or are you not saying right. it because you're not going to have it? Mm. Um, if you're not Cause that have would it. involve them changing all the doors because mm-hmm. that's on- only I ever saw things in the parks. Mm-hmm. So maybe I, you know, cause they're updating uh, the paradise pier hotel to yeah. be a Pixar pier hotel. So maybe that will start it's, the construction. You know what it, I mean? It's actually called now the Pixar place hotel. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's fine. I don't, so I don't, Someone looked at that hotel and they're like, huh, Paradise Pier Hotel. It's kind of like Paradise Pier back when it was at Disney, like California Adventure. And, yeah. and now it's Pixar Pier. What should we call this hotel? Let's call it Pixar Place. Yeah, I, <laughs> that is a, that's certainly a choice. Let's put it that way. Yeah. I, I would have liked it if they kept the naming convention, but like, yeah. you know. They're, they're getting, they got rid of all the signs right now for Paradise Pier. Like uh, it's happening. Yeah. Finally. Um, it's mm-hmm. been four years, like about, it's about damn time. Yeah. I, um, I'll talk about the Paradise Pier Hotel because that's where I went for my <gasps> second visit. Um, it's a cheaper resort hotel. <laughs> for I've sure. never stayed at any uh, Disneyland uh, resort. So I'll talk to you about that too and how you can probably go in the future. Annalise, you also went to Disneyland Paris. I sure did. I've been yeah. twice this calendar year and I have a trip nice. in the uh, beginning of November. Yes. Awesome. So who wants to start? What, what, like, do you want to talk about Paris or should I talk about Disneyland? How about, um, how about you start? You start and we'll go from there. Okay. So I went in May. Um, it was for my birthday, like birthday, well, not birthday week. It was the week before my birthday. I went for, um, May the 4th for Star Wars day. Like it was a special nighttime event that they have now at Disneyland. It was part of a whole week long trip of me being in Los Angeles, like literally like six days, <laughs> um, five days at Disney and then two days. One of them was kind of a rest day uh, for mm-hmm. LA and then the other was universal and then go back home on the seventh day. Mm-hmm. So um, I was staying at the Disneyland hotel and the- Oh, on the first one? Mm-hmm, for my birthday. Wow. So here's the, how I've been able to afford it because yes, it is expensive. It is very expensive for the stuff that they offer, <laughs> like the amenities, mm-hmm. um, but you can make payments. So I booked the trip in November and oh. you, can, you, you put a deposit down and like, it's no APR. It's not like they're taking a loan. It's not like taking a loan or anything. You can just make payments up until like, I think 60 or 30 days before your trip, if you have park tickets. So if you have like you do their vacation package part thing, yeah, which yeah, that's yeah. what I did. And you can just make payments. And once you put the down oh. payment, you can pay as much or as little as you want up to 30 days before your trip. And oh. if you go under those 30 days, you can cancel it and you'll just get your money back. 
Interesting. Yeah. So that's how I've been able to afford to go. <laughs> that's so, I bet it's so confusing. Like, I don't know. I wonder how long they've been doing that for, because that's definitely something that would like get people on board sooner. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping not more people know because then Disney would be like, oh, wow, a lot of people are using this. Yeah, <laughs> like, I mean, we- maybe they'll keep it up. They'll be like, hey, I don't care how you pay for it as long as you're giving us the money. Like, Yeah, no, it's great. Um, it was really great to be able to do that and to stay at, like within proximity of the park. On the first day, and this is me like trying to remember, is <laughs> like, yeah. gosh, it's been a while. But the first day was great because um, it was Main Street Electrical Parade. Um, and it was, um, I had a dinner like I did the dining package because I wanted uh, a good place to like sit without yeah. having to stay two hours, <laughs> like sitting yeah. on Main Street. So wait, uh, hold on. So they had a Main Street electrical parade package. Yeah, like a dining package at the Plaza. Oh, oh, right. And then the sitting area is like right outside of it, right? Or like in, yeah. on the hub or something. There, there is an. It's more of a a standing area like dedicated for us, which there's mm. no like seating, but like we have a little. They reserved a little spot by the flagpole. Which, yeah. you know, it has seating if you, um, like the regular park seating, if you get there earlier enough. Right. <laughs> um, but I just sat on the, like the curb, which, yeah, yeah I just want, I, I just like to have not worried about <laughs> not finding a place. I did the dining package. It was great. Um, and I did like a, li- a little bit of activities before my room got ready and I decided to take a nap. And then once I saw the Main Street Electrical Parade, it was, it was so much fun. Like... I, um, I guess it was the first time it's come back. Like it was like the 50th, 50th anniversary. So, yeah. um, and we, ha- we haven't seen like a, like a nighttime spectacular. Like this is when they were advertising all their nighttime spectaculars are back. Uh, so, like, oh, right. Cause it was May of this. Yeah. 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 Cause it, it came back in 2019 and then it went to Florida, I believe. And then it oh. came back. Oh, interesting. And, uh, and you've never seen Paint the Night then, because the first time you went to Disneyland was only a couple of years ago. Nope, I did not see Paint the Night. <sighs> yeah, I hear good things about it. That's for sure. It is the I, like okay. I this may this might be an unpopular opinion for anybody listening, and including yourself. I hate the Main Street Electrical Parade. <laughs> I think actually, I think a lot of people hate it for some reason. I hate it with a fiery, burning passion, and it's because of it's just so fucking old. And they haven't fixed anything on it or mm-hmm. changed anything on it. Well, so at least the last time I saw it, a lot of shit was busted or pooled. And also there's just like random ass crap, like the snail or the turtle. And it's like, who are you? What's, what is, what is your deal? Well, and the music is like, the music is like, people think small world is bad. It's like earworm, tur- totally bad music. No, main street electrical parade is like my terror nightmare dreams. Like, <laughs> Well, I will let you know there were updates to the Main Street Electrical Parade uh, wow. this time around that they advertised. So they had a different; it has a different ending where um, they had floats that were based off of the Small World characters, like the the <gasps> artist who's done those. I, I right. Okay, I haven't seen any pictures of this, but I heard about that. Yeah. Yep. So they had Moana, Aladdin, uh, Coco was there. Um, oh, there was like a couple a couple things. So different ending. Um, nothing was really busted or broken. Like, yeah, it was definitely, I just liked lights. Like, cause yeah. as a, as someone who, um, was very focused on lights, like in theater, like this, like, ah, oh, man, imagine seeing a play with all these, like, yeah, lights, like, this is so cool. And yeah, yeah the air, the air warming music. Yeah. Sometimes I find myself seeing 
singing to it or thinking yep. about it. Uh, I feel like Absolutely. that's how my brain works. Like, do, 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 do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just like the holding music in your head is just <laughs> exactly. I thought I thought it was worth it. I mean, I got like on my second. No, trip, it's I- <laughs> it's a fun show, and I'm like, I shit on it in all fun, but like yeah. in in reality, I understand why people love it, and I still think it is a great time to be there at night and just be mm-hmm. like oh this is like I just I also love nighttime spectaculars and so any excuse to be like oh, I'm sitting and it feels so iconically Disney too mm-hmm. to just be like sitting on Main Street and like Mickey's coming out or like the I love the part with um with there is oh my gosh uh isn't Tinkerbell in it or something like yep, that yeah she is she does yeah, a, I love a that part thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a yeah. cute one. It's just fun. It's just fun. And and you're saying like who knows like like the snail was kind of random like and stuff like that. But here's the thing: now he's a sipper, like at Disneyland. Exactly. Like- I know because <laughs> because people stay on the Main Street Electrical Parade and they love it. And the amount of people that I've met who are like, I love the Main Street Electrical Parade <laughs> and all the merch and all that crap. Like the merch is actually really cute, and it's really like the fiftieth stuff was really cute, and I loved it. Um, but I also was like, die. Yeah, oh, like yeah. I will never buy it. Like I, I, I boycott it. But no, yeah. I, it's really cute. And for the people who love it, it's so great to like be able to have great merch for a thing that you love as a Cars fan. And I mean, I do have my little Mater backpack back here. Oh yeah, but they that. don't have enough good merch for Cars. And so I'm like, anytime anybody likes something and they come out with good merch, I'm like, I'm happy. Yeah, like the Crocs. Yet. Oh, did you not get them? I did not. Oh, so at a friend of mine um, from uh, like I work at a youth center um, and our program manager, he got it. <laughs> he was really excited about it. I literally I submitted for them and my mom submitted for them. And this is the second year in a row that I have not gotten them. And I'm just yeah. don't they and saw them my, again? Like, hopefully they will. I don't know. But even my best friend submitted for him, too. And no. Nope. Yeah, that, that's lame. Yeah, yeah, I know. Um, but yeah, I appreciate whenever they come out with like good merch for stuff. They came out with really good merch for Magic Happens, which I wish I would have gotten on that, but I it's coming back, so I'm excited for that. Yeah. I don't know when Magic Happens is coming back, but hopefully you get to see it if you go there when you go there in in a month in a month this week. In a month, yeah. I don't know if Magic Happens is ha- happening because <laughs> of no, all the yeah. Halloween, Halloween stuff uh, uh, that's yeah. going on. It's definitely coming back. I just don't coming. know when. Yeah, I don't think anyone knows. <laughs> yeah. They might they have announced it, was... it at D23. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't think they announced dates for anything at D23. Okay. <laughs> it was all yeah. kind of vague. Um, yeah. But that day specifically was so great because um, I closed out the park, kind of. Um, oh. Like It was like 1130 when I stopped, but like I, I stayed out late. Um, I was doing a bunch of rides nonstop. I had the Genie Plus, which um, that was that was my first time using Genie Plus, and I gotta say, yeah. I had a good time with it. Like, I think okay. it worked. Yeah, I think it worked fine for me. I think a lot of people kind of shit on it, but like, I I didn't have any problems at all with it. I mean, yeah, I had a problem uh, with paying extra. <laughs> yeah, but it didn't like um, bust my balls. Like I <clears throat> like I was like I'm, I'm spending money on crap here, so. Um, yeah exactly so i might as well just add that to all the expense although with the magic key uh, i get a 20 percent discount on genie plus interesting okay because that was something that i loved about my annual pass is that i had the top tier annual pass and it included um max pass. 
max pass before that before it was called max pass um but it included like being able to do fast pass from your phone and then photo pass downloads and then when they introduced max pass they're like yeah you, that is included mm-hmm. and so i wonder if like the top because do you have the top tier magic your dream do you, i have i have the magic third dream? third one um, okay the, yeah. it's called the enchant key which okay. um it's fine i mean i got it because like I thought about like I, I guess okay so here's why I got the magic key um typically the magic key the lowest tier that I can get like there's the California Southern California right. tier which I obviously am not eligible for um right. I got the lowest tier and it's generally now it's $700 but at the time it was $600 when um I was around purchasing it I had tickets to the theme park like for four days which added to about Four hundred dollars for the like mm-hmm. all those tickets, like park hopping and all that, with the Genie Plus, and I had the option to convert those tickets into a Magic Key, like or at least the, uh... the, convert it into the value of a Magic Key, mm-hmm. and it brought down the Magic Key to about two hundred dollars, which is the price of one theme park ticket. And I was like, if I don't buy this now, I will not be able to like justify putting that much money down <laughs> oh yeah no way like it, it is it is absolutely the smartest move of just like you already invested that much money and if you the way I always see it is like okay well do you plan on coming back in the next calendar year okay how much would that trip cost oh it would cost over $200 get the fucking magic key like why not so that's such a good value that you got that oh yeah for sure and honestly also the fact that it costs $700 yeah that's insane because my first annual pass has always been the top tier annual pass. Mm-hmm. It was seven forty nine when I got it in twenty fifteen. I think. Oh yeah, I heard it was really cheap. Twenty. Back then. Yeah, it was like twenty fifteen or twenty fourteen. Seven forty nine. Yeah, now for, it's like uh, no blackout dates. Yeah, now it's uh, sixteen hundred dollars with blackout dates, but specifically yeah, now the they, blackout- they got they got rid of the blackout date ones, which is just. <sighs> I mean, here's the thing: like they blocked out Christmas. That's it like people oh that's the only day that's the that's it so it's 360 yeah it's um christmas week and then new year's when the parks get the most busiest the week of christmas week and um the week of new year's so that is the only blackout day and i'm like i'm fine with that (laughs) like yeah i I mean it definitely depends on like the reason why my mom and i had that annual pass for so many years Mm -hmm. was because my mom's only vacations that she gets is the week of Christmas and the week of my birthday in July. So if we ever wanted to do a Christmas, uh, like anything for Christmas, which also going to Disneyland on Christmas is fucking insanity. It is like, we were there on the 26th. And I remember there was like, it was like, there was a power outage and it's just in it's chaos. So looking forward now, I would never go back during that time, but it was just nice to have the option if we wanted to do that. But Mm -hmm. yeah, good luck if you want to go during Christmas, dude. Oh my God. Yeah, no, I, I don't, I don't plan to. So (laughs) Um, there you go. I, my first trip ever, we went the week before and it was okay. It wasn't like too bad, but, um, now it, it doesn't bother me too much. The price point eh, kind of does, but I think if I'm going to do it again next year, I I'm already saving up. I think I can use my Disney cash. So I'll use some of my Disney cash towards like the, the second tier one, which I don't Is mind. Is that like what you get from the credit card? Uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cause I have that too. I just don't know what they call it. I was like, I'm not sure Disney, what they call the rewards money or whatever. It, I call it Disney cash. Cause you can only use it at like Disney places. <laughs> there you go. I mean, that makes sense. If you can use that towards the, the magic key, then like, why not? Yeah. The, the second tier one is about a thousand, which um, like, 
it's about seeing how many times I've been going and how much tickets cost. Absolutely. It's worth it. (laughs) Oh no, absolutely. And like, especially when I lived 20 minutes, a 20 minute drive from the park, like it was worth it to me to have whenever access I wanted. And also being from California, I can go in a, in a matter of driving in a day. And I mean, you could fly in a matter of flying in a day, just sometimes a little bit more expensive, but like it, it makes sense to, to have one that has a, maybe a little bit more availability, but also like you have way more access to go and then you'll save so much money. Cause if you make three trips in a year, mm-hmm. it pays for itself. Oh yeah, for sure. And I count like times entered to the park, like, you know, when they scan your ticket. So in theory, I've been to Disneyland like 15 times. <laughs> yeah. And like yeah, each yeah. time that each time that's a ticket. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. But, um, I digress. Uh, the key is great. I, um, I'm definitely planning to renew it and get the higher tier. Um, but at the time I didn't have it cause uh, I didn't have it during the May trip because if I were to, uh, cause it's a reservation system. Now, if I were yeah. to upgrade my magic key, all my reservations that I've already made would have been gone. <laughs> like if I did it early. Um, so you can do it on your last day and like the last day that you know that you're not going to be coming back to the park the next day. Um, I hate that. Yeah. You have to, you have to wait to the very last day, the day where, you know, for sure, you're not going back to the park to make that upgrade, like to, um, to make wow. that. Wow. So, I didn't know that they did that. That's dumb. Yeah. So if you were to like upgrade it the ma- to a magic key on your first day and there are no reservations, you can't get into the park. <laughs> you could get it in with your magic key, but like you would have to hope that there's openings. <laughs> wow. So I That's, just wait. Okay. That's, I mean, yeah, no, that's, that's fair to wait. I, I mean, we'll talk about this, but the Disneyland Paris also does a reservation system, but you can also buy undated tickets. Yeah. Do you know if Disneyland does that? Um, so I know Disneyland right now, like you can make a reservation to the park, but if you cancel that reservation, um, like that doesn't cancel your ticket. So you can use that ticket at any day that like allows you to, like it's a, it's a tier system. So, um, like depending okay. on depending on the day that you bought it on and like right. for the price point like i guess right. there's certain levels like mm-hmm. i have an extra ticket that i bought from my may trip that i haven't used yet which i plan to use in october uh, um okay. yeah it wasn't part of like my package i bought it separate <laughs> mm-hmm. uh so i haven't used it yet but like i can only go certain amount of days because okay certain amount of money it's very very complicated (laughs) yeah i get that part yeah because the undated ticket at disneyland paris if you buy that it's more expensive than the standard ticket oh wow okay so that because i guess it's giving you that freedom to say you can go whenever you want you can just purchase the ticket now but otherwise it's the same system of like depending on what day you're there the the price is more or or less or whatever oh yeah um yeah i guess disneyland is kind of similar but i'm not really too familiar about the other parks. <laughs> yeah. Um. So after like that day specifically, it was such it was such a good time because like with Genie Plus and everything, I was consecutively going on rides. Like cool. and I, most of the stuff have been like walk on at that time. Like it was ten, eleven ish. Um. I tr- tried going on Peter Pan as my last thing, but like it broke down in the middle of the queue, and uh, uh, the cast member was like, "We don't know when it'll be back up." And I was like, "Yeah, yeah I'm not standing in this Peter Pan queue, even though I'm like halfway through." Yeah, <laughs> I was like, no, that's that is Peter Pan for you. You never know when that thing is gonna go well, down. What was funny is like I was in the right in the middle of like leaving the line, and then the ride was working again. <laughs> I was like, "Ah, shoot, I can't go back now. <laughs> I can't like cut somebody off." Yeah. 
which was fine. Um, I ended up, I walked to the hotel. Um, but before I did that, cause I was, the Disneyland hotel entrance is right by where the Lego store and like the hot dog stand is. Okay. I got a corn dog at midnight. Nice. And I had a midnight corn dog. Nice. And now I do How that. were those corn dogs? Cause I've never had the corn dogs outside of the park, but they look like the ones inside the park. Yeah. It, I think they're bigger than the ones inside the park. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. And now oh, they were really good. They, oh, they're yeah. exactly what you need at like midnight. Hell yeah. Hell <laughs> uh, yeah. And so I would like either, I, I sat outside that day and just ate my hot dog right by the, the, um, where I was going to say the Amtrak, but like the monorail yeah. entrances. So I just sat there and walked to the hotel. It That oh. Disneyland, the Disneyland hotel is so beautiful. Like yeah. it is, it was so nice to just be there for like five yeah. days. Dude. I mean, I've only gone inside of it just to kind of like, pop, you know, pop my head in and see what the vibe is and whatever. And I just love it because the Disneyland hotel, although I have to say I have other favorite resorts like Disney park mm-hmm. resorts. Mm-hmm. What I love about the Disneyland hotel is it feels like 1955. Yeah, exactly. Intentionally, you mm-hmm. know, but it's like, it, you, it's, it's this kind of blast from the past type of thing. It feels very just like classic, classy Disney. You know what I mean? Exactly. And I guess there was like a a doctor's office in there at one point like or there was like a bunch of weird stuff <laughs> at that hotel if you li- watch the um um there's like a documentary of it on disney plus like, oh the imagineering story well it's actually it's called uh behind the ride or something like that like oh. or some, something like that it's it's different than the imagineering one okay, but they okay. talk about the disneyland hotel and like <gasps> it was just really interesting <laughs> oh, that's cool i need to watch though all those are on my watch list because i know i just get a kick out of them i just need to sit down and watch them for sure um the next day i don't remember too much of it oh the, like the one thing the couple of things like that were very memorable like in the trip one pirates of the caribbean was down which was very <laughs> sad it was very, very, it, it was like down the whole couple months, like of that trip. And I was like, I don't get to ride Pirates of the Caribbean for my birthday. Like, so they could do maintenance. What? Like, how dare they? How Ru- dare they? Rude. Yeah. Disney ruined the magic there. there. <laughs> <laughs> um, I know it was sad, but also um, character meet and greets were back. Um, oh, and wow. I don't know if you remember, but like, I was afraid of these like mascot people and feeling like a fraud I in front of them. I, oh yes, yeah, yes, I yes! I remember this. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. We but now I'm just, now I've gotten really comfortable around the characters. Yes, yeah, good. I have like yeah. You saw the pictures, but like I took a bunch of pictures with the characters and like talking yes. with them is so fun. And um, a lot of like a lot of them were like mass characters, but like some of them uh, were face. Um, the face ones were really cool because I can actually have a conversation. <laughs> Yes, like, yes. I can't have a conversation. I try having a conversation with Mickey, and like they just do these things, and I'm like. I'm gonna just think that that's what you're saying (laughs) like yeah also it's so like okay I have to say like Disneyland versus Disney World in my opinion for the most part Disneyland does not have as good as character attendance as Disney Mm -hmm. World does because there's supposed to be somebody there who's helping Mickey talk Mm -hmm. and the fact that I think for the most part in Disneyland they kind of let the characters speak for themselves and if they're a masked character they're not speaking at all Mm -hmm. Like that, like they're supposed to help you with the conversation. And so oh, that's that's just my own like internal beef yeah. with Disneyland. They try they tried. A couple of them okay. did. Um okay, that's good. But there were a couple of times like where I found myself like oh, there's a language barrier. <laughs> yeah, quite literally. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so um 
I don't remember the second day, but the third day, like it was Star Wars day. Like it was the Star Wars night, uh, like nighttime spectacular thing. And um, that like that whole experience was, first of all, it was really fun because obviously Star Wars and everything like that. Um, Some of the waiting in line things was a little bit ridiculous, I think. (laughs) Um, There was a giant line just to get the badge because <laughs> you, you bought your ticket but then you have to like scan it and get your badge yes. um, yeah. because they're gonna do um not only the badge but also check your wrist too like like hands up hands up and right yeah you gotta like you're being so everybody can see your badge and make sure that 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 it's not somebody else sneaking into this paid event yeah. like yeah yeah the problem with the line was like there was a photo op in there like you got to take a, your picture with like job of the hud and like do oh. that like the sarlacc pit like like type thing and um that's why the line took forever (laughs) and i'm just like i know this was supposed to be fun but like god i've waited like 40 minutes just to get my badge (laughs) yeah it would be nice if they like had that as an option when you leave so that way if you chose to take a picture you can then be like okay once you get your badge now there's a separate queue for all these things but making it inside is going to make the line go slower Mm -hmm. so like not exactly the smartest it, idea that they had yeah, they did it inside um this like so this there's the star traders like uh store and right next yeah. to it is the starcade uh like it's like right the old I, I was it an arcade before yes yeah it was yeah. an arcade yeah so um yeah it was the starcade um that's where they did the photo ops and where we got our badges <sighs> it did take forever <laughs> but, uh, yeah that's was, annoying that's annoying but it was worth it um and then the event starts and uh lots of waiting so what time did the event uh, what time did the event start six i think or could you get in before that or you had to have a ticket for the day too right um oh yeah so these tickets allow for access to the park at 3 p.m so um, okay okay at oogie boogie that's that's the deal like you get free admission to dca uh starting at three o'clock and then the event kicks off at six o'clock um, okay, so that's what happened with the uh, the Star Wars thing. Uh, lots of waiting in line um, mm. for a lot of these things. Like I didn't do any rides or anything like that, mostly because the rides were um, Rise of the Resistance breaks down a lot. Um, mm. It breaks down a lot. And so a lot of people were waiting for that. I don't think it was actually op- operational on that night. <laughs> You've ridden the ride though, right? Oh, no, I have. Um, okay, I, thank God. Yeah. yeah right there, there was, um, well, I wrote it. Yeah. I wrote it in October. Yeah. October back then had the virtual queue, but now in May it was standby or you can buy the lightning lane like that. So you could buy genie plus, right. But you can also buy the lightning lane plus for specific rides. So rise of the distance was a separate ticketed $20 thing to skip the line essentially worth it (laughs) i mean definitely worth it especially for that ride Mm -hmm. like i would say that is the i I have to be honest there is no other ride in that entire park including dca that i think would be worth to pay a special like i know uh radiator springs racers Mm -hmm. is also a lightning lane ride right like like where you have to pay for it yeah you have to pay specifically for that one I think that ride is fantastic, but I would not wait. Like the only ride, in my opinion, in that entire park that is worth paying anything additional just to ride it to get through the line faster is absolutely Rise of the Resistance because it's it is an unbelievable experience. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, Spider Man and Cars does it, but like Spider Man mm-hmm. and Cars are fifteen. 
Okay. (laughs) They're a little little cheaper. (laughs) Still not in love with it, but also I think at least the important thing is, is that it's not, it's not completely eliminating the idea. So there's no, like the only way you're going in the fast pass line is if you are paying for it. Exactly. What the? For now, anyway, I I can see like Spider-Man kind of getting, like, I think the lines for Spider-Man have gotten down significantly. Uh Um, Smuggler's run at, at Star Wars like it has been much better with the wait times I've noticed. Mm. Like when I first went there in 2019, that's when that park was open was around that year. It was super busy, super popular. Um, But now like there's a new toy and everyone's checking that out. (laughs) Yeah. That's, it's just, it's just insane. I mean, I hope that this whole lightning lane situation helps with the standby lane because from working in the parks and like talking to, I never worked on attractions, but talking to friends who worked on attractions, depending on how long the wait times were and how many people were in the fast pass line, mm-hmm. it would be 40 fast pass to one standby. Yeah. There's a whole so documentary the, about, Oh really? Yeah. Like defunct land did a whole thing about fast pass. Oh like, yeah. Ticket. I bet you they talk about it. Cause that's the, that's the whole problem is like, they should have kept like the, the whole idea was that it was a capped system and just whoever got to it first. And then it's like a small bucket of people, but they just kept expanding the bucket of people so much that it was never actually helping wait times mm-hmm. and nobody was getting a premium experience or a exclusive or a bonus experience by waiting for that fast pass or doing whatever. So I hope they really have capped the limit on the lightning lane stuff to actually make that a worthwhile experience and then actually make the sand by lane up a worthwhile experience because yeah, I'll have to watch the one from defunct land because that is a very interesting, like it's, it's a very wild concept. Just the whole idea of these fast passes and stuff. Yeah. I personally, like, I don't speak for everybody, but I, I, I genuinely was, I went on the rides pretty quick. I mean, like the Good. one, okay. the one thing, like the only problem with fast pass in some places is like Indiana Jones, for example, um, the only part of Indiana Jones that you're skipping is the outside queue. <laughs> and yeah. then it's not the inside queue that you're skipping, which, you know, that's an yeah. probably additional 10 or 15 minutes inside that queue goes yeah. on forever. But like, yeah, it if makes you, sense. if you get up there and there's no line for the outside, literally don't yeah. even worry about a fast pass. Like, yeah, if there's no line outside, that's fine. Like there's the yeah. line is inside. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, which uh, sad about Indiana Jones right now because uh, like I don't think the boulder works. Um, oh, anymore. dude, that thing has been on and off. Like there was a period for like a year that it did not move at all. Yeah. And so that is like a constantly down thing. That ride just needs hardcore maintenance because it is a fantastic ride. And I would really hope that with this new Indiana Jones 5 coming out, that they put some attention into that ride because it is my, it is like one of my favorite rides in that whole damn park. I love Me it too. so much. Yeah. It's, it's really sad because like I noticed it, it like the Boulder thing for me, it was recent um, mm. when it felt like wasn't working. It was working in May, but like, you know, like my August trip, it wasn't working. And I was like, yeah. mm, the Boulder yeah. was the coolest part, but yeah, it's a good I, one. I hope they've, yeah, they hope they get that fixed. Um, talking about the star wars thing it was fun a lot of waiting in line for a lot of things um i waited in a hour and a half line hour and a half long line um to see darth vader and darth maul and um my oh, darth little, maul was there darth maul was there darth maul Ooh. and emperor palpatine they darth vader, it was like darth vader shifts out like different characters so he'll have emperor palpatine in one time which 
Emperor Palpatine was creepy <laughs> because I can imagine. Well, like here's the thing: like he he wore a mask, like they um, which makes sense because like they're not going to put prosthetics on like a cast member. I don't think. Yeah, but, yeah, but like yeah. it looked like like Skinwalker. Like I'm Wait. I'm wearing like I need to look this up. Okay, I I dis at the okay Emperor Palpatine Disneyland. I would put that. Yeah, his his face looked like he was wearing like Emperor Palpatine's skin. And like, so he would just like move around and he wouldn't talk. And I'm like, this is, this is supposed to be a human character. <laughs> no freaking couldn't way. They just, couldn't they just get a random old man to like. No, I mean, yeah, that's such an odd, like they're, the choice they make when it comes to. <gasps> you see it? Oh. We'll, put, we'll post a picture like somewhere here in the video. But, oh like, he, yeah. That, that I, I really hate that. I yeah. hate that a lot. Cause you was, can just see through the eyes. And yeah. it just looks like a very thick mask. Yeah, it looks like what? It, it just like it's disturbing <laughs> a little bit. Um, I can't believe that. That's yeah. It's yeah. They could have. They literally could have just gotten an old dude and put a nose on him because which, they put a nose on Mad Hatter. Yeah. Well, um, that that'll be a good conversation, like segue eventually to talk about Ernesto de la Cruz, like at the park. <gasps> if you've seen that, yeah. But we're not talking about people yet. <laughs> oh my god, I literally I've never been more impressed. But anyway, we'll get to him. We'll get to him. Yeah. Um. So yeah, hour and a half long line, and my legs were like tree. Felt like tree trunks. Like I was oh. like, oh my god, I can't walk. <laughs> yeah, that's brutal. Um. You see me in the picture, looking all smile and like posing and stuff, and I went away. I'm like, oh my god, I am so glad to be out of that. It was literally an hour and a half, honestly. Like just that's just crazy. for Darth Vader. I was like, yeah, it's so busy here. And it's like, nothing's like moving. And there are people like standing in line who aren't moving. And like, I was just like, I was ready to fight somebody. and like, move. I don't even need to get out I, of this. <laughs> that's the other thing about those damn like events is like they, I would, okay, question for you. Yeah. Would you pay more if they guaranteed less people being there? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. See, I think that's the thing is like, Obviously, they're not going to like people are not going to pay for double the ticket like that's ridiculous. But let's say the ticket costs one hundred and fifty dollars. I would definitely pay like two hundred or two twenty or whatever, if that meant that they were decreasing the amount of people that were going to be there, because then people are going to have a better time. Which you think in theory that they would be decreasing the amount of people like for a ticketed, a special ticketed event. But yeah, it it still felt pretty busy, which was kind of that's not. I, I hate that. Yeah, but I don't know. I still liked it. I just, uh, and like, it was kind of like what I was anticipating, but seeing some of the lines for some of the things, I was just like, I don't know. I don't know if yeah. I want to do that. Um, there was a fireworks show and that was mm-hmm. really cool. because they Was played- it above the spires? Uh, no, it was at the Disneyland castle. So, oh, um, but like okay. you can, you can like go over there, which I- I'll talk about galaxy's edge and what, what was going on over there. Cause there's some crazy stuff over there. Um, like the it was really cool. They played music from The Mandalorian, uh, oh. Duel of the Fates with like pyrotechnics. It was like uh, like fire and it was like crazy. Um, and it was just cool. Like they just played. Oh, and um, the magic like the castle like Sleeping Beauty's castle like it became like a when they go into hyperspace like the blue like <gasps> oh thing. cool and like I on the side that. of the Main Street buildings it was like. Like, yes. Oh, it looked like the, the, the fast lines or whatever. Yeah, the fast lines on the side, like we were going oh, to hyperspace. That's cool. um, they have lasers. Yeah. Um, I think mean, yeah, there were some lasers, lasering cool. that noise. I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, while I was waiting in line for Darth Vader, um, Captain Phasma had her troops, and uh, we kind of saw their little 
parade from. So the meet and greet was at um, Tomorrowland, like the stage that they have there. Oh, at the and, stage. Okay. Yeah, and you saw everybody at L- Launch Bay, like doing their like little parade. So you kind of got a glimpse uh... of that. Um, so I, I guess you got two experiences, but you didn't really get to see too much of the parade uh, yeah. that they were doing over there. Um, Black Spire Outpost was intense, <laughs> mm. uh, mostly because there was some limited edition lightsabers. <laughs> <gasps> really? <laughs> yeah. Well, it wasn't limited edition. It was Ahsoka Tano, which um, she's a very, like her, you can buy her lightsabers now. It came in a oh. Like it, it came in a music box that was limited. Whoa, and so cool. people were in line to get that lights, those lightsabers. Um, the line, I'm not kidding. I don't know how they did it. It probably like ended like towards the end of the marketplace. <laughs> like they, they made up like a makeshift queue to like inside Doc Ondar's like thing. And it was, the line was from Doc Ondar's all the way to like the end of like the market. That's how long the line was for just getting in the shop. And for me personally, I just wanted to go in there to like, just look at the things. Yeah. And then they don't even let you freaking look because of how many people are waiting. Yeah. It was so long. It was kind of crazy. That's why like on the second day trip or like towards the end of the day, like toward the end of the last day trip, uh, there was still a line. Like they were still selling some of these exclusive merchandise. There was still just like this giant line, but like early in the morning, it was half that size. I was like, I'm going to get in this line (laughs) before all the merchandise. And like, I went inside and I bought a lightsaber because I was like, I (gasps) don't think I'll ever, I don't think I'll ever like, um, I'll never go back in. (laughs) No, what? Okay. What lightsaber did you get? Let me show you. Hold up. Oh my gosh. I, okay. Listen, I'm a big star Wars fan and I haven't, Star Wars hasn't been a part of my life this whole, my whole life, but like these things, I want one of these things. Like okay. they're, oh. so this is it. Um, ah. This is Cal Kestis's lightsaber. Uh, Cal Kestis is a character from the video game, uh, the Fallen oh. Je- Jedi Fallen Order. Um, oh. See that? Like uh, in so the game, sick. he rebuilds his lightsaber and it becomes like a dual wielding lightsaber. Now, oh. what's great about this thing? is it can be a dual wielding lightsaber uh, where you can have two sides. Yeah. You have to buy this lightsaber again to do that. (laughs) You have to- Oh, you have to buy two. Yeah, you have to buy two. So this is like 180. You have to spend another 180 to like- Yeah, nah. Hey, people do it. People do it. it. This thing, Annalise, I'm not kidding. Compared to like, I have like a Savi's Workshop lightsaber. This thing feels like- a weapon like i can like oh no dude the, they're heavy okay so you have the one that you build yeah but this is your first uh i guess they would call it replica one yeah replica yeah they're heavy because i have a friend who has the i believe his is the darth maul one mm-hmm. fucking heavy yeah this thing i know if someone came to my house and i just whack them with it i could kill them with this is like a <laughs> <laughs> like i'm not kidding that's how heavy it is it actually made my suitcase heavy like i had a um, I had not carry on luggage, but like, um, check it, check in luggage. And yeah. I had to take out the plastic box that it came in and put it in my carry on because it made my bag <gasps> like five pounds heavier. That's okay. So do you have, I'm assuming then you already have the Kyber crystals and the, mm-hmm. I don't know what to call it. The, the rod, the color. Yeah. So, uh, the rod itself is white. Um, right. it's the LEDs in there that, um, 
change the color, but I have a couple of kyber crystals as well. Um, okay, I okay. thought about buying another Savi's lightsaber thing, like thought about doing it mostly because they're changing it here soon. And oh, like, really? In what design. way do you know? Uh, I think they have like a new like name. I don't know what they call like, you know, there's like elemental nature, uh, power, a bunch of other things. And I think they added two new categories and the categories that they have now, they're going to change the parts. So it'll be whole new parts. That's what they announced that they had like a mini D23 last year, I think like some sort of like regarding the theme parks and stuff. So no announcements of like when that all is going to change, but I thought about getting another one. Um, maybe the other promise I made myself is I'll just get one for my birthday. <laughs> yeah. So complicated to. Yeah. Yeah. There you on. go. Worth it. Totally worth it. So yeah. Doc on Dars during Star Wars day was crazy. Like I, I could not even get in that line for sure. Um, without yeah. waste, wasting my, wasting my evening. I did get merch on, uh, Star Wars day. So I have a pin. It's not here, but it's on my, it's on my pin wall, which I have oh, now. Fun. Yeah. Very nice. Um, we got a sweater. It wasn't really an exclusive May the 4th like event mm. sweater, but like they launched the merch during uh, um, that whole day. Okay. Um, it was essentially, it's a spirit jersey. It has like all the original action figures on the back. It, that make I've up. seen this. Oh, yes. I love it. That's yeah, great. It was a cute That's sweater. Um, they, they sell like the original characters, like the original 1977, like action figures, like the replicas of them now. Um, oh, that's fun. $70, but you know, you get, you get, you get five characters. <laughs> okay. Okay. That, it's, okay. It's, a, it's, a, it's a pack. So in my head, I was thinking 70 for one. I was like, that's yeah, incredible. not unless they're like original. <laughs> yeah, unless if they were the ones that day one, launch day in 1977. Also, they've been kissed by Mark Hamill. Like that's yeah. it. <laughs> Yeah, if they have lead on them, which most children's toys had, like that's uh, yeah. that's how you know. <laughs> yeah, I'll pay I'll pay seventy bucks for something that has lead on it. If I can get lead poisoning, I'll take it. Absolutely. Um, so that day was rough. I had a good time, like honestly, but my legs were killing me so bad. What should have been a fifteen minute walk from the park to my hotel took me an hour and a half because <laughs> I was like, my legs are dying. I can't walk. I need to sit down like each and every time. I wasn't wearing good shoes. Like I, I still haven't figured out the Rookie shoe mistake, game. Man. I, I can't mistake. figure out. I, I have like walking shoes that like um, I wear from work and they're yeah. like running like walking shoes yeah. um, that are pretty comfortable. And I wore them on my August trip and I didn't have like too much trouble. Mm-hmm. I had like these foam sandals that I was wearing. And uh, they weren't, yeah, they weren't, they weren't cutting the job, even though I put foot mm-hmm. cream on my feet. Like I was just like, oh, <laughs> what yeah. really helps is like the technique I did last time in October where I would take a bath and uh, just soak my feet for ah, a couple hours, make sure I take yeah. naps. I didn't have water. I did have water on my August trip though. I brought my water bottle, um, but then I just, I have a hydro flask. So I didn't think about, um, I didn't think about, where I would put it I mean like I didn't because I didn't want to carry a backpack and um, uh, like I have a backpack with me um but I didn't want to carry it around so I was like well I don't want to hold this water bottle in my hand all day oh my gosh See, okay that's that is like number one priority is how can I transport my water bottle yeah. which I'll do with either like my lounge fly bags that's why I got the hydroflask that I do have because I mm-hmm. know that they fit in those bags but also I'll do a fanny pack 
clip a carabiner onto it and then clip that to my hydroflask. So yeah, it's kind of like a little bit laying on, on your leg a little bit, but at least mm-hmm. a way that you can be hands-free. Oh but yeah. Still have water on you. The August trip definitely had a water bottle this time because um yeah, I needed that. <laughs> um I can't remember anything else about that trip that was like really um that really stuck out. The character meet and greets have been great. Like honestly, That's I did good. so many of them. I mean, like all the pictures that I took were like with character, like meeting and greeting them and just talking to them. Oh, that's um, so fun. Like once I got the hang of it, and like once I figured out that like Genie Plus also comes with Photo Pass, like uh, unlimited yeah. Photo Pass, mm-hmm. I was like, I'm just gonna have these park people. That's why I wrote on your like you posted a picture of you because you were a Photo Pass person. And yeah, I was like, yeah. I, was I like, really you, thought you. I, I know we've talked about this. I, I swear. I, I, thought, I, I thought you knew. <laughs> I was like, you you people are my hero. <laughs> Yeah, no, I love PhotoPass. PhotoPass is like always been one of my number one favorite things. And then yeah. ever since working it too, it's just like PhotoPass is fantastic. Oh yeah, for sure. And I'm just glad that it works on like the ride stuff too. Cause yes. every time I went on a ride, now I get to have uh, the souvenir pictures that often cost a lot of money. <laughs> yep. Yep. No, there's so much fun having the PhotoPass pictures. Yeah. So um, I'll talk about the end trip. Um, overall, that, that's when I got like the magic key and I had a good time. It was good. Um, good. I can't remember. Yeah, I don't really remember anything that was like, uh, you need to know about this type thing. Um, World of Color wasn't there, sadly. Um, yeah, well, actually, was it? No, World of Color was there, actually. <laughs> so like, that's when it debuted. So I got to see World of Color. Um, and I was not prepared. I did the the dining, the dessert package for that. Oh. I didn't. I didn't typically like terribly enjoyed the dessert i i was more interested in the seating like there was seating mm, and i sure. got to sit down nice. i got to sit down with strangers and i'm like i know you have to sit me with strangers but i hate sitting with strangers yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. i was like I was just talking with them and talking like i just like i kind of just wanted to enjoy my own thing i don't know who you people are i don't uh... really want to everything it's not you you know it's just it's yeah me. It's just, i want to have my moment by myself and yeah I didn't, well, I didn't sign up for this. Yeah. I did not have, I didn't even prepare myself for World of Color. Cause like, it made me cry. It's like, it's, it made me cry. It literally the, it's, it's, uh, I think my sweater's hanging out, but the sweater I was wearing all day today is my World of Color sweater. And I, obviously I'm assuming the things have changed since 2018 or 2017, the last time it was there, mm-hmm. the last time it was there. Um, but I love World of Color. It is, I will take World of Color over Fantasmic any day of the week. Yeah, I would. I, yeah, I think I can agree with that because I did see Fantasmic yeah. in my August trip. Fantasmic was not debuting until late May, so um, which mm-hmm. was sad. I really wanted to see Fantasmic that day mm-hmm. when I was there, but eh, it is what it is. Um, yeah, California Adventure, I've grown to like it a lot more. Like, mm-hmm. I, I think the last trip in October, I said that, and like definitely now, even more so. Yeah. Um, I still haven't rode the Incredicoaster. I, I feel bad. I was like, ah, oh, man, I'll, I'll write it tomorrow. I'll write it whenever. I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I just don't want the loop. I like of all the no, things. It's a, I've only written it one time. Yeah, I know. And it was something you... that I like built up to ride because I do not do upside down roller coasters. It is a, it's an intense ride for sure. But if you are somebody who enjoys that type of ride, it is a lot of fun. Yeah, I, I really want to ride more roller coasters. So I'm going to conquer that. I, I rode big a thunder mountain like several times and i know it's yes. not the same thing but it's like 
I feel like this is fast enough to where I can be like, okay, I feel confident. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a it's a good build up place. It's like that. Do you ride Space Mountain? I do. Yeah, I love Space. Mountain. Okay, okay, yeah. Space Mountain, Big Thunder. I feel like all those are like um Matterhorn just needs to go uh it is yeah. it is a way to mess up your back but uh but like I feel like it you know it's stepping stones it's like Big Thunder then Space Mountain and then you know one two skip a few jump to Incredicoaster because it's still it's a big leap from there but it's it's intense it's intense so like you know taking time to work up to it totally makes sense if Incredicoaster was in the dark so I don't have to look at um <laughs> the heights like I think it would see be fine. what's happening yeah yeah because that's definitely the the scariest part too is when you're like at one point at the end and you're like coming around the corner you're like oh my god I'm above everything since you brought up Space Mountain I forgot to mention that we had a hyperspace mountain uh come back mm-hmm. I know in Paris it's like a, a staple over there like that you guys yeah it's just called mm... Yeah, I believe it's just called Hyperspace Mountain. Yeah. And I believe it is Star Wars theme, but you know what? I literally can't remember. (laughs) Yeah, that's okay. Um, Hyperspace Mountain is the Star Wars theme version of like Space Mountain and it is the best version of Space Mountain. Like I rode Space Mountain and I rode Hyperspace Mountain and Hyperspace Mountain at the end of it makes me cry because like not, not in the fear or anything, but it's like, Oh my God, this, this feels more Star Wars to me than even Rise of the Resistance. Like in a way, and I do, and I do love Rise of the Resistance, but like the space battle that you're in yeah. like how yeah, fast everything's cool. going with like the music and everything it's just I don't know it's perfect they should just keep it that way I don't know like I, yeah I mean they kept it that way for a really really long time so I'm, the, I'm surprised that you've even experienced regular space mountain because it's been a minute since I've been on that but mm-hmm. have you ever done ghost galaxy I haven't I heard about it they're not doing it this year either good good delete ghost galaxy from from history because i hate it it. it's do you hate it because you you don't like spooky things or i mean i don't like spooky things and so yeah that's definitely why i hate it but also like i just don't like they could have done so many more spooky things that would have been i think better but ghost galaxy is just like it's scary and not like i don't even like even as a not like even for people who i know that like spooky things are like it's whack so i'm glad that they're not bringing it back <laughs> yeah <laughs> as far as we know as far as we know but yeah um, we'll see we'll see um i did ride the haunted mansion as an original ride like not the oh. like the holiday haunted mansion and yeah. i got to say original like the original is great but like the holiday theme version great time fun yeah Uh, i do not like haunted mansion um that's one of the rides like i really can't go on mm -hmm. and um and uh, but i do enjoy the holiday overlay it is the nightmare before christmas overlay is like i don't even like that movie but it's a very well done like change Mm -hmm. oh yeah for sure it's really impressive like what they do to it every year and uh, the fact that it stays that way for half the year essentially <laughs> yeah because it yeah. starts for halloween and then it stays till christmas so yep. yeah it, it's up there for so long i forgot about that exactly um so here we are at the end of the trip yeah uh, good times and um even though i was i had to like clock out of the hotel um, i was still able to leave my bags with like bell services so nice. i got to experience the park a little bit more i didn't expect to be there like um on the last last like the checkout day when I had to go to my Airbnb in LA. Oh, right. <laughs> I had a, yeah. yeah. So um, we'll talk about how I had that set up here in just a second, but like, I actually got to use my magic key that day. Cause I didn't have, I, I, I relinquished my ticket for the day, like checkout day. Cause I, I just thought, oh man, I am so, oh yeah. Sorry. That is the ticket that that's the extra ticket I bought. Cause I thought oh. like, oh, I was going to use it for checkout day. Cause I'll have some time in between 
my time in Anaheim and LA, like maybe I'll want to go to the park one more time. It's reservation. So you can't like buy tickets at the gate anymore. So I was like, might as well just have it just in case, but I canceled it because like my legs were killing me. I was tired. (laughs) I was like, uh, I've already spent a lot of money. Like (laughs) this has been fun, but like it's the pressure is real for the money right now. Maybe I should go back. And then I got the magic key. Even though talking yeah. about money and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, talk about like, money and going and buying a magic key. Like, holy like, well, cow. It was like, well, I do have magic key now. And I there is a reservation open for California Adventure. Why don't we just go and use it and like just see Why how it not? works? Yeah, it's like, you, that's- the other thing is like, I just wanted to see how it works. Like, because yeah. I had it um, and I had some time to kill. So I left my bags at Bell Service. I make a reservation with my magic key. It works really great. It was just like, yeah. Um, you don't have a physical like ticket, which was sad. Um, I, I collected a bunch of them. Um, I actually laminated a couple of my tickets just for, uh, by the way, don't do that because um, the it's thermal paper. So the backside of the card where all the information is on it turned completely black. It didn't burn, which oh. uh, <laughs> it didn't burn, but it just changed it to black. And a lot of the information on the back of the card uh, the back of the ticket is not really legible anymore, but uh, it was oh. the front. It was the front of the card that I really. Yeah, the front of the card is the part that you take the picture of. You know that you're like, ooh, yeah. fun, yeah. Yeah, and then you can read. You can read just enough of the information so you can get context of like where you were at the park at the time. So okay. it's not. Yeah. It's not too bad, but it's definitely lost its collector value. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> um, but yeah, don't um, don't laminate things with thermal ticket paper. <laughs> Good to know. Um, but that day I stayed at Disneyland until about four and I went to the Airbnb I booked in LA. So I wanted yeah. to spend a couple of days in LA um, just for fun. Um, I thought I was going to hit up more gay bars, but I think Disneyland really took it out on money wise. <laughs> and um, this one place, Hamburger Mary's was kind of expensive. It was actually very expensive. And um I didn't think it was worth the price of admission, but um, mm-hmm. it was still fun because you saw drag queens and stuff. Um, oh, that's fun. I was staying in like the gay area, I, uh, mm-hmm. Sunset Boulevard, I think it was mm-hmm. called. I, I couldn't remember exactly what it's called. The, the gay district in LA. <laughs> like WeHo? Yeah, WeHo. Wait, WeHo, uh, um, the street that they're on. I think it's called Sunset Boulevard. I could be wrong. Yeah, sure, sure. I'll, I'll take your word for it. <laughs> <laughs> the following day, um, and the reason why I picked that location it was it was because it was close to Universal Studios. So I went to Universal mm-hmm. Studios because I wanted to go to Universal Studios. I had a really good time during mm-hmm. Halloween Horror Nights in October. And um, right, you did that. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, I want to experience this park as it is, you know. Yeah. Um, and I did the VIP package, <laughs> the VIP okay. tour. Okay. Oh, you did the VIP tour. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ah. It's about. It's, it was a lot of money. I mean, more than less than like Disney for sure. Like like a wow. thousand times lesser, but um, it was like $400, I think for the ticket, you get unlimited express um, your ticket. Wow. Okay. Express. You get a, like a continental complimentary breakfast at the, the beginning okay. free valet parking, if that matters to you. Okay. <laughs> um, and then you get a tour of universal studios. Um, your, your ticket becomes an unlimited express but like during the tour, you, we also skipped a lot of the lines to like be some of the first people on the rides. Oh, um, so I didn't know that the tour took you through the park onto rides. Yes, it does. Yeah, with the tour guide. Oh, I thought it was just the tour guide backstage, like exclusive from 
the 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 studio tour there's that too um oh. but you also have a tour guide it's kind of like you know in disneyland the people the with plaids dress. yeah yeah with the plaids yeah it, it oh those are, yeah they're the plaids but it's much cheaper <laughs> oh that's that's so worth it that's so uh, worth it yeah and then um we had a complimentary like buffet um at the moulin rouge which honestly had like actual good food um really? yeah you can't no one else can eat at the moulin rouge except the vip or um celebrities <laughs> whoa so it was really cool uh it's so this is where i want to come with like talking about the character experience because i'll talk about the vip thing and i want to talk to you about uh universal's characters um what do you think of them They're because trash. they are you think so <laughs> because um shrek is great like shrek there's also the, the donkey like yeah. being great like that they have there those are really cool i wish disney did more like the donkey thing like i think could work shrek yeah. is kind of remind shrek and vienna kind of reminded me of like um i don't know just regular like interaction and stuff the thing is, is there are good ca- i like I, I i say they're trash but like i i think that there are I think the face characters are really good. And I like, I think there's a certain level of Disney that has up on them, but I would say the fur characters at universal I've personally had really like, just like, like the interaction experience is not the same. And I think it's Mm -hmm. because they just kind of plop them wherever. And then for a lot of the characters, not all of them. Mm -hmm. And then the character attendants are always weird. So it's a very, like, it feels haphazard at least in my experience, but I have to say the face characters at Universal, I've always seen do a really good job. So like when it's Beetlejuice or when it's, I literally can't think of a single, Shaggy and Scooby and Velma, whatever, they're always really fun. What if I told um, you, what if I told you Marilyn Monroe is a face character? Yes, Marilyn Monroe is a face character. Yeah, there's like, it's like people from movies, which is just so odd. Yeah. Isn't that, isn't Abe Lincoln also one of them or something? Uh, no, I, I didn't see Abe. I, I wanted to talk about Marilyn Monroe because I think that's so weird to have a living... This person was a real person and mm-hmm. uh, she's a, a real person playing... Like, it's she's fake, but she's also a real person and she died mm-hmm. very tragically. And now we get to take her picture with her. Her and Lucille Ball are there too. Yep. Which is like, mm-hmm. this is weird. This is... I don't know how I, I, this feels ethically not right. (laughs) It's, it's, it's one of those things that like, I think that's the thing about, about universal is it all feels very disjointed. Mm -hmm. And like, for instance, the sake that it's just like, you can have Beetlejuice interacting with Marilyn Monroe. Yeah. Cause I've seen that before. It's like walking down and it's like, one of them is like walking across the street or whatever. And then they go up and do a bit or whatever. And it's like, you guys are not from the same universe. Like, yeah, this is because one is a movie character and one is an actress. Mm-hmm. At least in the Disney parks, it all feels like it's the same universe, you know? Yeah. But like, it's just very, I don't know. And I feel like also all the aggressively different licenses mm-hmm. feel, unless if they're in their land, like you can meet the trolls in like one specific, specific spot and you can meet Shrek in like their little land and you can meet the Simpsons characters in their little land. But I feel like sometimes it can feel kind of all over the place. So I, I exaggerate when I say it's trash, it's odd. It's, it's disjointed to me. Yeah, it is weird. And uh, I don't like their photo services. <laughs> no, yeah. that's hot garbage. No. Yeah. I, w- I, I was trying to look it up and like, cause I, I would like to take like the, the theme park pictures and stuff, but yeah, um, 
mostly like it's just cell phone stuff and uh the ride stuff like you have to pay out the butt for yep that it's so expensive and then if i remember correctly the last time i was there which was a couple of years ago if we did the photo at the front of the park the only way you could get it was printed oh interesting. and this was like in 2017 and it's like yeah. i took a, a picture with my friend at the front of the park with their little shitty photo pass people which is terrible camera system and whatever and takes forever to get the camera the pictures to the front desk Mm-hmm. and or the desk that you go and get the pictures from and when you do it's like aside from the fact that the pictures look cheap but also it's like at the time it was just printed versions yeah um i will yeah. say about the vip thing with the character meet and greet and stuff like that um they have characters greet you at the moulin rouge restaurant like oh really like they do like the character stuff but I didn't know afterwards that like that was the thing because like the guy who showed up who dressed up as Doc Brown, um, uh, he didn't strike me as somebody that was like, I thought it was just the guy dressed up as Doc Brown. And honestly, I just didn't think he was as funny. Like he didn't act like how I thought Doc Brown as someone who likes Back to the Future like would act. And then I realized later that like, he, he that's the walk, that's the, that's the character. Like that's the, the face character for doc brown like he works there <laughs> like, i just didn't think like i he looked like just some guy like in a cosplay or like a costume that's was, awkward it was definitely awkward because i was like eating and he's talking to me i'm like what why is this guy talking to me right why now? are you talking to me and it's <laughs> actually the character that's so funny imagine if that was like a situation with like like cinderella or whatever and you're just like lady why are you talking to me and then you realize later like no you would never expect that they'd yeah. like I think that's the thing is, is it's a, I wonder what their training is like in universal for, oh, yeah. for characters. Like, I wonder how strict they are. Cause they are strict About in Disney. Disney. Let me tell you that. Oh, for sure. I mean, yeah. um, they have fun with it at universal, I think, but like, I don't think yeah. it's as, as strict. Yeah. Um, the, we did get the private tour where we could walk on the sets, um, so cool. which is like, oh, that's the God. best part I wanted to. That's the reason why I got it is because like I wanted to walk on the Back to the Future set or like yeah. Little Europe where they do all the. I watched Dracula and I was like, wait a second, I actually <gasps> recognize that little area. That's little. That's uh... that's little Europe. That's that's where they film all the European stuff. Like that set. Oh, looks that's so there. cool. Yeah, and then I watched uh, Psycho where you get to see like the Bates Motel. And I was like, mm-hmm. I I saw the Bates Motel. It was right there. We walked right by uh, Norman Bates' house. Oh, that's so cool. See, that's something I want to take my mom on because I know she'd get a kick out of it. And obviously I would too, but like, that's something my mom has talked about for a really long time of wanting to do that, the VIP tour. Yeah, the VIP tour is worth it if you want something that's kind of like controlled and that's what you like. There wasn't really a time to like stop and like do your own thing. Like I really wanted to go shopping, but Mm -hmm. like there was no time to do that because like they're guiding us on rides and stuff like that. So I was like, I don't like people telling me to do things, even though I want to do something else like the yeah. opposite way well yeah. and it was funny because i rode most of those rides before the tour started um because like my tour didn't i got to the park early but the tour didn't start until like nine or ten or whatever oh, and i was okay. there at around nine o'clock like 8 30 and uh i ended up riding every single ride with my unlimited <laughs> express like at least the the, the upper lot like <laughs> i already okay, gave yeah. i already gave the tour to myself <laughs> Jeez louise oh my gosh yeah i guess the real benefit is just the backstage tour yeah, for sure. Um, and the food, because yeah, and the food, and the food, there's no sure. there's no mobile ordering, so you have to stay in line and um, mm. get food. So it was nice having a place to eat um, yeah. when we we're hungry. Um, would I do VIP tour again? I don't think so. 
Um, I think mm. I think it's fun for a one-time thing. Um, Seems like it. But I, I, it didn't help that I also had plans in the evening. So I was like, I really want to go shopping because I won't be here <laughs> later uh... night because there was a comedy show that I was going to. It was LGBT hosted by Netflix, like event oh, wow. that was recorded. You can watch it on Netflix right now. It's uh, uh, stand out or come coming out or something like that. Um, sure. It had a bunch of LGBT. Um, Co- comedians like Eddie Izzard, Rosie O'Donnell, um, oh, like Wanda Rosie Sykes. O'Donnell was there. Rosie O'Donnell was there. I called her Donald. God, <laughs> um, Trixie Mattel from Drag oh, Race no and Bob the Drag Queen was there. Yeah, <gasps> Billy Eichner was the host. Um, oh my god! It was the funniest event like I've ever been a part of. Um, That's so cool. And there were so many celebrities too. Sabrina the Teenage Witch, like Aunt Selma. Like I forget her act that actress's name. I she yeah. Was standing, I, she was standing right next to me with Terry Thatcher, and I was like, "There are two celebrities standing right next to me right now." What? That's so cool. <laughs> yeah. Um. And then the 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 gay best friend from like Mean Girls was like up front. I forget. I already forgot his name. Oh yeah. Um. Whatever. Sure. Yeah. I'm only thinking of the name of the guy who originated the role on Broadway. I which is uh, Gray Henson. Yeah, but the yeah, the movie. No, I, I can't. I, I can see his face. Don't know his name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, that was the May trip. Um, it was I don't think I've ever did anything for myself for my birthday, like small things, you know, mm. um, this was like, all right, I'm turning 29. Um, yeah. This is going to be the last year of my 20s. I might as well yeah. figure out things to do that are fun. And uh, that's kind of been the theme this year. Um that was the May trip. We went in August. Um, ju- yeah, just recently last month. And I was only able to do it because I was a magic key holder. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So the magic key really helped. I got to experience Paradise Pier and I just had to pay for my airplane. And that's it. Nice. No tickets. Um, I didn't go to Universal this time. Didn't feel like I needed to go. Um, yeah. Especially like in a, on and off, like off day because it was like, there's not really much to do right now. Halloween Horror Nights is like two months away. So that yeah. that's time to go. And Grinchmas is uh, yeah. another time. That day, I wanted to do Phantasmic. Um, I got the di- the Blue Bayou dining pet. Yes. First of all, I finally got into the Blue, di- Blue Bayou. Thank. Yeah. And I was like, this is- Finally. Amazing. Yeah. I got the, the Phantasmic dining reservation, which oh. was like about $100 and you get a fixed meal. Like- Okay. Filet mignon was on that wow. list. Filet mignon, gumbo, and uh, dessert. So that in itself would have been a hundred dollars. But then you also get a special viewing area of for Fantasmic, which I'll talk about here in just a second. Oh. Um, the food was great, scrumptious. Atmosphere was amazing. Uh, pretty dark in there, but uh, darker than I. Yeah, thought. it's uh, mega dark. Yeah, but um, it was still a good time. I, I was like, this they serve this at a theme park? They serve mm-hmm. filet mignon? And this was like, they they serve alcohol there now, which I, I don't think that was the case before. Yeah, I hate that. That makes me so annoyed. Do you not like alcohol? And no, no. Yeah, I mean, because that's something that like, I am not a, typically I am not a Walt would be rolling in his grave comment type of person about certain things. Cause there are people who are like, Oh, they took away bugs land. Walt would be rolling in his grave. Like people say that and like, fuck <laughs> off. But that was one of the things that he was like, this is a family park and there will never be alcohol in here. That was something uh, that Walt Disney was huge on. And I am also huge on, and I do not think that there should be alcohol in the park at all. And it honestly annoys me that it's in galaxy's edge, but 
at least it's one of those things that you can only have at Oka's Cantina and you cannot leave with it and you can only have two drinks and whatever. And like, I don't know if it's always been before. The only place you could get it was at Club 33, I believe, which that was like exclusive thing. And once again, you can only have like one drink in there. So, I mean, the fact that it's Blue Bayou is like fine. At least it's somewhere that's hard to get into. But at the same time, like, I do not think alcohol should be served in Disneyland, like point blank period, just because it's a family park. Now, can people come in drunk? Yes. Can people go to DCA and get drunk? Yes. But like, there's certain like a, to me, I'm like the sanctity of Disneyland, but at least it's somewhere that it's not easy to access, you know? Yeah, I I agree. Um, I think people just drink too much. And like, what what do you, what do you need like a beer for at a theme park? No, people are, ugh. But I digress. People, people like what they like, and you know, yeah. I think Walt would be rolling in his grave for a lot of things, mostly the gay people. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, the gay people and the 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 the. I, I mean, he was he was he was anti-Semitic. I don't know if he was racist, but he was definitely anti-Semitic. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, and he liked trains, and they've got plenty of trains, so oh, maybe yeah, he'd be right. at least happy about that. <laughs> for sure. Um, yeah, I did Fantasmic and Fantasmic was great. I, the viewing area was not too great. Uh, it was kind of thrown from the side. I don't think I would have like bought that again, honestly, Mm -hmm. as I was walking around Critter Country, uh, country around that area, there was a big old rat. (gasps) His name wasn't Michael Mouse. No, it was probably his cousin. (laughs) It was, yeah, there was a big (gasps) rat there and I was like, whoa, I know this is critter country, but <laughs> yeah, they what. really said we're putting the critter in the country. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, like, ah. we, there there is an outside environment. There's trees. I and- mean, yeah, and that's why the cats are at Disneyland is to catch the mice. Yeah, I guess they were slacking. and all the rats and stuff. So that's that is wow, what a trip. Yeah, I've never seen one in in a park. So yeah, so it was there. <laughs> wow, it, it really was, was there. I hope yeah. he paid admission, you know, getting like the rest of us. Well, like the ducks don't. The ducks. Yeah, but I think I think the ducks have a timeshare at least. You know what I mean? But a yeah. rat. That's the well, one I was going to say, like, that's the one thing Disney that I haven't gotten yet was the D- DVC Disney Vacation Club. <laughs> yeah, that is that is a uh, let's put it this way. I feel like if you ever make your way to Disney world, uh, you will absolutely get yourself on one of those DVC tours oh, wow. and I can see you signing up one day. Absolutely. Oh, it's, honestly, okay. it's, it's a pretty damn good deal, especially because you can use your points at non-Disney hotels too. Yeah. Which is cool. So yeah, I, you can I use don't it know like how that... Hilton across the world. And whatever. I, I don't want to think about it. I don't want to think about spending more money for at, yeah, at it's Disney. Very so. <laughs> it um, is very expensive. So and then I closed out the park like on the two days that I was there. Um, and closing out, I mean, like I heard the announcement saying like, hey, Disneyland's closed, but you can like still hang out. Um, right. I, I've been doing that mostly so I don't have to walk in the sea of crowds. Yeah, um, no, same. So that's, I would, my, that's my vibe too. So I would order food at around 1130 or so just before the kitchen closes, which it, it's kind of a bad thing. But also I don't feel bad for doing it be- because there are so many other people here. <laughs> there's like hundreds of thousands of people still like yeah. getting stuff so it's not like yeah. me by myself in a restaurant and I'm like hey so and so I'm gonna order food so and they expect like they would not stay open and also that is just the expectation of Disneyland is that people will be in their past closing time like yeah so I would get the food eat and wait until all the crowds dim down and uh yeah. um I got to experience Big Thunder with fireworks um because <gasps> that they had is a religious experience it is yeah. my 
favorite. Oh my gosh, that's so Cause, good. Because they were playing uh, Disneyland Forever, which that's the the fireworks show that they were yeah. doing, and uh, that I caught it a couple times on Big Thunder Mountain. Just <gasps> and it was like that that this fits the theme, this fits the vibe. Uh, like that's so. Good. This is when you went back in August. Yeah, they uh, I they didn't have they had the fireworks back then. They they just do it on the weekend now. Uh, fireworks yeah depending on the season they'll do them only on the weekend because of the ordinances with the um with the with the city of anaheim and like people living in the area that and i think a lot of things because of staffing right now it's just been kind of messed up um but yeah i got to experience that that was fun uh i got the when when i was waiting for people to leave i got the grilled cheese sandwich with like soup like at Ooh. the at the holiday jolly holiday cafe because uh, oh, i heard it how was, was it it was great i i heard a lot of people really enjoyed it and i was I've like never had it yeah it's i mean it's a grilled cheese sandwich and soup but like it, it kind of hits the spot <laughs> you know sometimes you just need something like that yeah and um paradise pier was great um mostly because like i got access to like the grand californian hotel and mm. The Grand California Hotel is beautiful. Like I went in the mm-hmm. lobby, like because I took um, at the Paradise Pier. There's like you can cross the street and go into California, Grand, Grand yeah. California. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't really. I, I think you can't go in if you don't have a reservation. Like you can't use like the hotel guest gate. Um, but I was able to, so I just walked in there, um, and I would use the uh, the entrance into Downtown Disney through. Grand mm-hmm. California without having to like go through all these loops and hoops and it was oh, very convenient um good. so I got to walk in Grand California as much as I can and it was yes. just so beautiful in there it's great in there during Christmas time oh my mm-hmm. gosh and they have a giant gingerbread castle in there it's yeah. so good they have a they have a oogie boogie thing uh going on oh, right now for Halloween cool. um and then the the one time that I was staying at the Grand uh not Grand um DCA Paradise Pier guests have entrance to DCA like an exclusive entrance now for paradise pure people really yeah like we have we just recently got uh they just recently got their own gate so wow uh, where is it at so the entrance and exit is right behind right it's right next to goofy sky school where the corn dog uh yeah. stand is like king corn dog there is an entrance now there that is exclusively Whoa. like for entering it's exclusive for uh, paradise pure guests but you can exit through there it's fine they won't say anything interesting mm-hmm. yeah oh that's so fascinating i love that and it's secluded i don't think a lot of people use it because um, yeah. it's mostly for paradise pure people but, yeah that's um, a great reason to stay at the resorts yeah but now that we have our own little entrance into dca <laughs> nice. uh nice. but i'm for the most part i was staying at disneyland and i was just going through grand california and then walking through sure. there because it's a little bit quicker than having to walk from either the Disneyland Hotel or through Harbor Boulevard. Yeah, area. and the, the security is probably shorter too. Oh yeah, security is that's, really See, that's shorter. so nice. Ugh, I love that. I Yeah, oh my gosh. Yeah, see, so much stuff has been added to Disneyland yeah. since I've been there. It's been, I mean, it's been th- uh, going on three years now. Yeah. March of 2020 was the last time I was there. <laughs> and um, Toontown, Toontown was still being working on in May and August as well. So mm-hmm. I expect when I go there in October, it's not going to be open, but um, it's looking really interesting from D23 and what they're going to be yeah. doing. I'm excited I'm to ride excited. Um, Mickey's Runaway Railway. Yeah. When it comes out, um, what else was going on? Did more character meet and greets. Um, 
yeah, it was a little bit more low key. Um, I realized I haven't like spent that much money either time that I was there. Um, I would probably spend less than I calculated everything and just counting the park stuff itself. Like I'd spend like $800 like overall, which is like, you know, okay. it's a trip. Like it's not too bad. Not too bad. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, could have been worse. <laughs> yeah, I know. Definitely could have been worse. I saw Main Street again. I got um, the dining package because, you know, I wanted good seats and all and it's, it was a good meal. Um, it's the Plaza Inn food. So it was like fried chicken and stuff. But um, okay. I got to see Electrical Parade one more time before it uh, went away. Um, nice. I, I, again, I think, I think it will come back. But um, it, it, Disney was acting like it was never coming back. <laughs> That's uh, literally what they did last time, too. They're like, it's gone forever. And then here we are. Yeah. Um, what else did I do? Oh, I did also uh, Crush. There was a day where I did crush turtle talk. Oh, that's so much fun. And I, and I got interviewed. I got to ask him my question. Like the guy oh, was like, what do you want to ask him? Well, I, I didn't like, he wanted to ask me something. And he was okay, like, what did he uh, ask so him? he was like, where are you from, dude? And I was like, I'm from Spokane, Washington. And it's like, how's the surf like in Spokane? And I was like, crush, there's no surf in Spokane. <laughs> there is absolutely no surf here. And none. And then they, the guy was like, uh, you know, you can move over here. You know, <laughs> like you can move like um he was like roasting then throughout the day he was just roasting Spokane's like say from Spokane like yeah like he said there's no surf over there and stuff like that yeah <laughs> I, I I wish I would recorded it but like um this is uh yeah he continuously trashed Spokane because I just uh, said, yeah there's really nothing to do here <laughs> yeah no there's there, there's no surf in in spokane i'm sorry crush you, you might not enjoy this place that much <laughs> exactly that's what i told him yeah i mean seattle too i mean seattle does have beaches and stuff but i don't know oh, if they surf. i don't know if they surf over there though mm, yeah, um, probably not but um yeah that was on the last leg of the trip and i kind of got sick it wasn't i definitely wasn't i don't think it was covid because i had mm-hmm. covid like three weeks prior and i oh, tested wow. negative so I think I just caught something like, oh, yeah, cold. it might've just been, you know, the hustle of bustle of being on a trip and then, you know, go, go, go like for sure. I get it. But, um, it was still a good trip anyway. Um, good. really well needed. Um, I will say like with like my work situation. Um, but yeah, do you have any questions about like, did you want to ask me about anything <laughs> about I mean honestly I'm just like the, the the thing is 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 I kind of don't know what I'm I don't know what I don't know about the parks anymore yeah. and it's going to be such a fascinating time going back for the first time to see what has changed but I mean just you talking about like the lightning lane and the extra entrance for Paradise Pier I literally did not know existed so I think that's wild that they added it mm-hmm. um I I guess I'm just curious like what is your thought about the San Francisco update that's coming to oh I was so happy I love Baymax Ooh. I love Big Hero 6 is like my comfort movie and like yes. we're, we're having Baymax like just change all the stupid California stuff that's in DCA and like I'm so happy because what I love about it is because I love that California Adventure is an ode to California, Mm -hmm. but what I love about the additions is that like San Francisco is California, you know what I mean? And like that there are these little nods and especially like Route 66, obviously it's not necessarily taking place in California, but Cars cars 1 takes place at racetracks in California Mm -hmm. and, uh, and then just I, I the you know Hollywood land and all that stuff I feel like there's still all these odes to California all of the 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 um 
I, I don't know what else to call it besides the Northern California area, but we're like the river rapids ride is grizzly river rapids and all that stuff. So I love the addition of San Francisco in the sense of it's keeping the, the wharf vibe, but then we're getting awesome things like a Baymax meet and greet because the Baymax meet and greet in Disney world was one of my favorite experiences. It was my favorite places to work. Mm-hmm. And I'm so happy that DCA gets that because it's just, yeah. oh, it's going to be so good. It's going to be so good. I can't yeah. wait. I'm so excited. I'm I'm excited for that. And I'm curious to know about yeah. Paris. Disneyland Paris. I mean, it's it's Disneyland Paris, I have to say. Um, one, I, I think it's this week, actually. I am ordering my annual pass. So I'm oh, going to be wow. an annual pass holder of Disneyland Paris, you? which I'm That's- really excited because I'm going in November, then I'm going to go for Christmas, and then I'm going to go for spring break, and then I'm going to go for my birthday when my mom comes and visit me for my graduation. So it just makes sense. Um, I don't know how much they cost because they do not keep that information on the website, but if it's according to a blog post that I read, it's like 500 euros or like 600 euros for the unlimited one, which is uh, insanely cheap, but also the culture of Disney over here is so much different than it is in the U.S., mm-hmm. Um, And I have to say, I really enjoy Disneyland Paris and I have a love for it. However, it is, it it doesn't even hold a candle to Disneyland or Disney World. It is, it is something that I think in the next three years, it's going to kind of jump up a lot in regards to, I don't want to say value, but popularity, I guess, um, because they are in this current phase that started in like 2019 that was supposed to be done in the next year, but it won't be because obviously the pandemic, but they just added Avengers Campus. Mm -hmm. When I went in July for my birthday, it opened 10 days later. So we just barely missed it. Mm -hmm. But so they have Avengers Campus and then they have um, the next expansion that's coming is a Frozen Land. Yeah. Which is going to the Walt Disney Studios Park, which they have two parks, Disneyland Paris and Walt Disney Studios Park. And um, it is studios is very like there is nothing going on there until they added Avengers Campus. And then now that they're adding the Frozen Land and then the thing that's coming last is a Galaxy's Edge. So they're adding Mm -hmm. three lands in the matter of like three years to studios Um, But prior to that, like they have some really great rides, don't get me wrong, but like there just wasn't a lot going on in studios. And then Disneyland is great, but also there is just, um, I feel like there are just substantially less rides in like Disneyland compared to Disneyland in California. Um, uh, But I, I really, I think it's, there's a lot of different things and there's a lot of things that don't involve necessarily being an attraction. So they have the Alice in Wonderland maze. They have the, I think it's called Pirate Skull Island. It's essentially like this, like kind of Island ruin thing that has like, it's very piratey vibes, but it's not necessarily Pirates of the Caribbean, but it's next to Pirates of the Caribbean. Is it like Tom Sawyer's Island type of thing? It's kind of like Tom Sawyer's Island except it is, you just take a bridge to get there. Um, there's a couple of different bridges that you can do to get there. And it's like, it's massive. There's like a waterfall coming out of a giant skull rock formation. And there's like all these different like heights you can climb and stairwells and go into caves and all these things. And it's, none of it is themed per se, but it is all 
this one experience and it's just really cool and in the, the the Alice in Wonderland maze is nothing like what's in I think it's in Tokyo where it is um this is like OG Alice in Wonderland and it's just cutesy um but it's still it's another thing to do that there's not necessarily a line for and also it's not necessarily a ride you can just kind of experience it which I really like um I would say in Disneyland Paris it is a very different culture in regards to like PhotoPass is not really there, which is super sad for me, who's so, who somebody who loves PhotoPass, but like they don't have anybody taking pictures of anybody in front of the castle. Wow. Both times that I've been there, that's not a thing anywhere. It's almost like PhotoPass is only these little extra bonus things that they set up for you to go stand somewhere and do a little photo op. And it's funny because they have like magic shots, but the magic shot was more of like, there was one photographer that was by these trees and they turned the magic shot into being like Olaf was standing next to you, but the background was just you standing in front of these trees. Mm-hmm. And so it was like, okay, that's, that's just kind of like a Photoshopped image. Like it's just kind of weird. Yeah. Um, and there was one time when I went with my friend for my birthday um, that it was like, I never got the photos because I totally forgot about them and I can't find the card, but like, I just kind of saw a guy and I was like, Oh yeah, let's take a picture. It's like on my birthday, whatever. They did have a photo pass guy in front of the partner statue in studios. And I'm still sad. I didn't look at those pictures, but um, if I somehow stumble upon the card, maybe I will, maybe I'll get them if I, if they're still there. But the uh, there was like another guy who was like 15 feet away who once again, we were in front of bushes and he was like, Oh, take a picture with Buzz Lightyear. It was going to be a magic shot with Buzz Lightyear, but just like in front of these bushes. Yeah. So just very, very random. Um, I have to say, okay, so I guess like two things to point out is they have a couple of really awesome rides. One of which is Big Thunder Mountain. Big Thunder Mountain is the best Big Thunder Mountain I've ever ridden. You go underground wow, because the Big Thunder Mountain is on an island on a body of water. Wow. And to get to it, the first half of the, not the first, I would say the first like fourth of the ride. No, 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 no. It's the last fourth of the ride. The first like 30 seconds of the ride, you are going through these underground tunnels and then you end up on Big Thunder Mountain and then you do the Big Thunder Mountain thing. And then the last quarter of the ride is underground and it is so freaking great. It is so cool. I remember when I went on it the first time when I went with my friend Keaton and um, we, we're like in line and we were like, wait a second, that's an island in the middle of this ocean or in the middle of this lake. How the hell are we going to get there? And it's like, then you go on the ride and instantly you go underground. And then we're like suddenly on the island and we're like, what is this? So it was (laughs) so cool. So that one, like I would write that a million times over. Um, Another thing that they have is Crush's Go Coaster. Mm. which is an insane ride and that's in studios and crushes go coaster is like you're on a shell and there's two people facing forward and two people facing backward and it doesn't do a full rotation but it kind of like hinges and swivels a little bit um and luckily when I went on it I was going forward but like you do this little dip outside of the ride first so like you pass the people who are standing outside of the ride and just like looking at it and at first I thought it was just going to be a simple, chill little roller coaster, but then you go inside, you know how like Space Mountain has like a big box, a mm-hmm. big room with a coaster in it, big box ride. And it's literally like massive, like Space Mountain. 
and you are just like going through the Australian something current. A the Eastern Seaboard. What is it called? EAC. The Eastern Seaboard something. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's. I think it's the an acronym is the the EAC or something like that. But you're going through the thing in the movie that the turtles are on, mm-hmm. and the bubbles are everywhere, and it has this really great music. And the only thing I don't like about it is there's no option to not spin, and I could only ever go on it if I was going forward because I the backward is too much backward, but oh, the see. forward at least even though you're going forward, the most backward you're going is sideways. Like you're never going completely backwards. So if you are faint of heart, uh, you got to make sure you ask for a front seat. I just happened to get put in a front seat, but I would have asked like, oh no, can I please go in a front seat? Cause I, I literally couldn't ride it backwards. I would have been violently sick. Um, but it is such a good roller coaster and it's like a two and a half minute ride. Like it is, it is a long ride. Um, and then another thing that I really like is they have this uh what do they call it i think they call it like cars back road tour or something like that and it essentially is like the universal studio lot tour except you're going on a tram through a cars themed tour and it's like cruz ramirez and sally are taking you back roads like hitting up like points of interest so like the world's largest lug nut and like whatever and it's in mm-hmm. that you go through these little scenes that you see of like different cars characters with like different things and then you end up at this like mountainside that is essentially the you know when you have the flash flood that comes through on mm-hmm. the universal tour mm-hmm. that happens except you're watching like a big gas rig and all of a sudden they're like oh what's it what's happening over here and then it's like a like the 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 um the big rig explodes and falls off the mountain and then this big rush of water comes and it like it tilts the train car and and the the tram and whatever and then you go on like the rest of the way where there's like Fillmore and like the what did he call it the leaning tower of of Gearza or something like that I can't remember what it is but they have like the Eiffel Tower but it's made out of tires and uh all this stuff and it's it's so fun and as a cars hardcore fan i love it so much and they have like um, a few other like cars little little cute things here and there um but yeah i think i think the thing is is that disneyland paris is just substantially different and it is a park that like i would not say for anybody to spend more than three days there Mm-hmm. But Disneyland, I think, like, I think a good trip for Disneyland, like, if you go to Disneyland, I think you need to do two days. But I think you a good time is three. Disneyland Paris, if you really wanted to squeeze it in, if you really wanted to push it, which I wouldn't recommend, you could do it all in one day. But I would say a good trip is also two days. But, like, three days, I would almost say, like, Perfect. could be overkill. Because there's just, as of right now, there's not as much to do over there. Mm-hmm. Do you think and it's, it's like... Do you think it's like an American thing that we have like so much going on and like, <laughs> no, absolutely. And I apparently, which I've been meaning to look more into this, but apparently Paris did not want Disneyland. They were like, people were mad about it. Mm-hmm. And so it's almost like, oh yeah. Like for instance, the, like uh, it used to be called Euro Disney and then they called it Disneyland Paris. Um, but yeah, apparently the history is like that Disney, that France and Disneyland Paris, like the people 
didn't want it. But obviously the country was like, yeah, we could take it because good tourism and all that stuff. So Disneyland Paris, although it is called, although it's called Disneyland Paris, it's like a hour train ride from Paris. So you are not in Paris. You're in a place called Montferrain and um, there's not a lot to do in the area. And also downtown Disney is called the Disney village and it, it sucks. It is, <laughs> there is a, there is a planet Hollywood mm-hmm. and a McDonald's and a Starbucks and a weird cafe I can't remember the name of and just like if they've got a world of Disney but it's very small and uh there's just not a lot going on over there so it's not even a thing that like for me whenever I would go to Disneyland we'd get there the day of and then our park day wasn't until the next day but we'd kill some time in downtown Disney Mm -hmm. I do not think you can count kill time in, in Disneyland Village or in Disney Village you really can't there's not a lot going on over there interesting um And when it comes to character meet and greets, I didn't, I have not done any character meet and greets at Disneyland Paris. And I kind of haven't, like, I think the only ones I might've like seen were of like the Fab Five, but I kind of haven't been looking for them. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think that is going to be a focus for Oh, just kidding. I did one character meet and greet and it was Mickey because he has a indoor space over in uh, Fantasyland. And it is a very weird experience. Like you wait in this line where you can see him on a stage and you're the whole time you're waiting, you are literally seeing him on this little stage doing his meet and greets in this, like, it's not even... I don't even know if it's because it's a COVID thing because they don't have COVID restrictions other places in the park, Mm -hmm. but it's like, he's on a stage and you're in a queue and there's like the pole and obviously the width of a queue. So it's very narrow and also nobody there to help take your picture. So it's essentially either people taking selfies or their friends taking pictures for them or you asking somebody else in line. But like, it's like the line is snaking in this one room and then Mickey's in the front. So people are like shouting at Mickey the whole time. And it was just a really weird experience. Um, but I, but otherwise the characters everywhere else, else in the park are really great. And Mickey was great, but like he just didn't have a lot of support with character attendance there. Like they were kind of like standing off to the side, which was super weird. Um, but this trip that I'm going to go on, I plan on trying to interact with more characters. I think the last two times I went, um, the last person I went with isn't as huge of a character fan. And then the first time we went, uh, was my first trip and we were like okay let's wait to m- meet mickey but otherwise we both were kind of focused on taking in the park and then kind of coming back to character meet and greets but i literally couldn't like i couldn't tell you where any character meet and greets are so i can't even confirm that they have them Interesting. so i don't know like i bet if i looked at like the disneyland paris app right now it would probably tell me like where character meet and greets are, but it's not something I can remember like seeing. Yeah. You'll definitely get it at Avengers campus. I think like, yes. Yeah. It's very much I, from the pictures that I've seen, I've tried to keep not looking at it just because I want it to be like new when I go there, but they still have all the same character meet and greets that they do in California. Yeah. I, that'll be exciting for you to actually yeah. get to experience Avengers Campus. Like, I'm so are you, excited. Are you a Marvel fan? Like, do you? So here's the thing. Funny story. Um, I am actually a really big Marvel fan in the sense of like, conceptually, I love superheroes. 
Okay. And I love action movies. Those are my favorite type of movies is like comedies or action movies. However, when it comes to what I've seen up until this year, the only Avengers movies I, or the only Marvel movies I'd ever seen was the first Avengers and Infinity War. That was it. Really? Yeah. And it was more so a like, uh, I think it was a mix of not seeing them as they were coming out because I was one younger and then two, not having anybody to go see them with. Um, but actually my, one of my best friends and I, George, uh, my goal for this year was to watch all of the Marvel movies and he's a huge, huge Marvel fan. And so essentially since for like the last two months, once a week, we get on a FaceTime call and we watch a movie. So, uh, we are up to, we, the movie that is next on our list is, uh, Avengers age of Ultron. Okay. Is that the one? Yeah. So we're officially yeah. done with phase one. It's intense to watch. And like every week to watch one just felt like it was a lot. And so we took a break to watch some Love Island. And then I was like, George, I need to get to at least Infinity War before I go to Avengers Campus. Yeah. Um, Because I saw Infinity War with him when it came out because we were in a show together. And at the time he didn't drive. And he was like, Annalise, I need to see this movie. And it was the day it came out. And oh. we had a show. And after we got out of the show, he was like, please, can we go to the midnight for your, like, I'll buy your ticket. And I was like, sure. And so I went and I remember being like, who's that? Who's that? But otherwise it was, a, it was, I loved the movie. And I remember seeing Avengers in theaters whenever it came out. And to this day, it is like on my top 10 movies. Like I remember I watched the movie and I was like, I'm in love with this movie, but I don't think I understood at the time that there was this universe to it. Because I loved it so much, I think I would have had it clicked that there was this universe, the cinematic universe. I probably would have really made it an effort to try to go to every single one of those premieres because I loved that movie so yeah. much. I was blown away. So every, I'm bummed that I didn't get the. And every time you don't watch any of them, like you're wasting time because they're releasing a new one every day. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And so I think, um, not getting that theatrical experience, obviously like a little bit of a bummer because they're so amazing and like jaw dropping. But um, essentially I was like, I really want to see them and I want to see them in order. Like I didn't want to start from whatever was currently out. So we started at the beginning and we're trying to get through them before I go back um, to go see Avengers Campus. Uh, but yesterday Hocus Pocus came out and he's a big, or the day before, whatever. And he loves Hocus Pocus. And so he was like, he was like somewhere where we're putting a pause in the Marvel movies is we are watching Hocus Pocus and then the new Hocus Pocus too. So we did that yesterday. Nice. Um, but otherwise next week we'll be watching Age of Ultron. So I really like, I've always loved the idea of superheroes and superheroes have always been like something I've loved, but I just didn't know the the movies and the lore and all that stuff but I love I love the concept of superheroes and like the concept of Marvel but now that I've actually watched it like I just really I I'm a huge Marvel fan like now I can say that I've seen them you know mm -hmm. so I'm really excited for Avengers Campus to see it all obviously I know by that point in time I wouldn't have seen Eternals or the Loki show or anything like that and that's, that's fine right. um and that will come with due time. And the big spoilers, I feel like, are the initial, you know, phase one, two, three, whatever, um, uh, with the up to Infinity War and Endgame. And then once that happens, it's like, okay, it's kind of more in the current zeitgeist. And I'm a little bit more aware of things just because of like people talking about them and being yeah. more aware of it. 
So um, yeah, that's yeah. kind of my relationship with Marvel. <laughs> yeah, there's like 10 movies after Endgame. <laughs> like, yeah, no, literally. I know. I, trust me, I know. I know they're already but, coming, but I'm I, excited once we get to that because then I can like, I've promised him that we'll watch them all together. But now that I know I really enjoy them and I kind of like have this urge to keep going, I have a really hard time watching movies by myself, but these ones now I'm really invested in. So like I can see myself once we get to the point that I can start watching WandaVision that I could just blaze through WandaVision, you know? Oh yeah. Well that and like park wise, I really think you just need to see up until end game to like exactly have a exactly. connection to like most of the people in the park. I mean, yeah. Disneyland, what they're doing right now is like every time there's a Marvel show, like they'll have a corresponding character. Which um, I think is great. Which is like crazy. They're just, they're just turning it out. Like mm-hmm. I think there's more Marvel costumes like out there for Disney than like any like for any character ever like they yeah turn- I would say for any like singular franchise yeah like I mean they've got it covered in far as Marvel goes over Star Wars mm-hmm. and then I think Marvelous this such this own entity that it's like there's nothing even in the the Disney universe that you can compare it to and they brought They're the Hulk kind of- they yeah the Hulk. I know I know I'm so excited about that I've been trying literally to not see things so it's like I know what's there just because mm-hmm. every once in a while I'll pop up and I'll be like, oh, I don't want to watch it. I don't want to watch it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I saw a picture with somebody with the Hulk and I was like, yeah, I don't know wow. if they'll have it in Paris because I think it's still in its prototype phase. But, um, you know, if they were going to bring the Hulk, I didn't expect that. You know, like I just expect he's wearing a mask. I was like, who? at first I was like, who's this character? And they're like, it's the Hulk. And I'm like, oh, that's the Hulk and his iconic um, spacesuit from yeah. Endgame which no spoilers, but like, you'll figure out why he's wearing that. But uh, okay. like, it's just interesting. He's wearing a mask. <laughs> yeah, I think the thing is, is I think logistically, if you're going to do the Hulk, how the hell are you going to do the Hulk? You know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. You got to have a way. And so this is the loophole and that's it's fine. The, it's the closest, yeah, that we can get. And yeah. um, he's huge. He looks giant. Yeah, I know. He looks massive. Probably the biggest walk around character I've ever seen i haven't seen him personally because he came after i already had left so i don't i'm really hoping i'm able to see it like because it's a limited time thing Um, oh really yeah so they're only doing it for a limited time i think honestly he was probably just a tester like because it's he is kind of weird he kind of walks around like these giant i mean that's wreck it ralph for you too wreck it ralph is a very um interesting character meet and greet because uh, he is large and he has no control of his hands mm-hmm. and kind of has no control of his arms as well. Yeah. So it's, it's a, it's a weird experience. That's what they're trying to change with the Hulk. So the Hulk, the fingers do move. Um, and I, the arms move too. Like that they, they built, like they've been showing like design prototypes of it, but like these arms are supposed to move around and like be <gasps> a living thing. Um, that's why I think it's just a limited time because, um, people are like, they're just kind of testing the waters with yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, who knows what's going to happen in a year's time, you know? So did, would you say, I mean, like you're getting the annual pass, but like overall, like, are you excited for your trips to like Disneyland? Paris, oh, Haven? absolutely. Yeah. I'm super stoked. Like, I can't wait to take my mom and like, I'm really excited to go for Christmas and I'm really excited to go for this trip in November because, the decorations will actually, the last day the decorations are up for Halloween will be November 6th, which is the day I leave. Oh, nice. So 
we're going to be able to see in Halloween, which I'm super stoked for because I don't know if I would have seen it otherwise. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm really excited to see how they do Halloween in Disneyland Paris. But no, I'm really excited. And I think it's a beautiful park and I think it's a really great park. However, if anybody were, the at- were to ask the question, so what's your favorite park? I'd say oh, Disney Disneyland. World 100. Oh, Disney World. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I would say like Disney World, absolutely over like and Disneyland, absolutely over Disneyland Paris. Like it, mm-hmm. it's it's not even a contest. It's not even a question. Like it's like Disneyland Paris is great. Don't get me wrong. But like for the people here in the UK specifically, that's their closest Disney park because mm-hmm. it's, an, you know, an hour flight and then an hour, like a 40 minute train ride or whatever. So that's the most reasonable thing for anybody on this side of the world. But if you've gone like I like one of my old roommates who is from Northern um, England, um, I talked to her and she was like, "Yeah, I've been to Disneyland Paris. It's so great, whatever." And I was like, "If you want to go get your socks knocked off, go to Disneyland. Like just regular Disneyland. Your brain will explode if you go to Disney World. But like, go to Disneyland and you're gonna be blown away because there's just so much more happening." Mm-hmm. in Disneyland uh than Disneyland Paris but I still really enjoy it and I'm really looking forward to my trip and there's a lot of unique things like you can go inside um you know French Sleeping Beauty's castle you can go inside the castle there's a whole platform you can go on a balcony of the castle and look at um Fantasyland and there's these beautiful stained glass windows and it's just really freaking cool so that's beautiful um, the, the dragon inside of the castle is also really great. If you have a chance to go in there when it's working mm-hmm. or when, when it's on, it's on hours. Cause it's not that it's never working, but just sometimes the gates aren't open. Um, but it's really spooky and scary in there. And that's really, it's like, it's cool with the dragon and its eyes. And it's just so, it's so realistic and it's so sick. And then, um, there's a few things that have been closed down, uh, because Disneyland Paris only opened in the middle of 2021, no, the end of 2021. Mm-hmm. So it's been open for less than a year, wow. um, since the pandemic started. And so, um, it's, there's a lot of things that were coming back or being refurbished. So when I first went, they had this show called Mickey and the Magician. That's kind of a stage show that wasn't back yet. And it's also the 30th anniversary right now. So they've got a lot of cool 30th anniversary offerings, like a really great dance party and parade that I just love the music to. And it's so good. Um, But they had this stage show that was being updated and um, didn't come back until I went for my birthday last year or this year. And it's also a really great stage show, but there's like little things here and there that are still being refurbished. So like, there's this ride. I don't even understand what it is. It's like called Nautilus or something like that. Um, that has been closed both times. And I think it's still being under refurbishment. Uh, there Mickey, uh, Mickey's PhilharMagic just reopened in the summer. Um, or no, 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 it was, it was open. I think it was, it had just opened when we went in March, um, or April, pardon me. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of, uh, things that are still coming back to the park. There's a lot of things that they're updating and obviously the huge expansion that they're doing with Mm -hmm. the parks that they're adding on. And I think once Galaxy's Edge is there and this frozen land, oh my God, I could not be more excited for this frozen land. I'm going to flip my shit. Will you be here? 2024. Yeah, I'll still be here. Wow. Because I graduate next year, but then I have my visa extension. So I technically can be here until 2025, but I plan on being here until 2024. And I literally, I cannot wait for the frozen land i'm going to lose my goddamn mind i'm so excited because i'm a huge frozen fan so i I think it's gonna be just from the plans it looks like it's gonna be beautiful yeah 
do you feel like do you see yourself going back to paris like for disneyland once you move back to california no so it'll be like yeah goodbye forever huh no absolutely because it's it would be a matter of just cost to get here is so expensive that's why i haven't gone home like i haven't seen my mom in over a year now because it's it costs so much to go to fly to america and um it's a fraction of the price to fly to paris and so that's why like when my mom comes here for my graduation like that is absolutely something that we're going to do is go to paris because we don't know if we're going to have that opportunity again and if i ever did come this way it would be to go to holland where all my family is and maybe not necessarily have a pit stop in paris so you know if everything goes right in my career and i have you know buckets of money then yes i would absolutely go back to paris and go back to disneyland paris but um Right now, I'm just taking in all the time I can get because I probably will never go back once I leave this country, move back to America. But um, but yeah, that's another reason why I want to stay is because I want to stay for the opening of um, of the Frozen Land because mm-hmm. that would be just really iconic. And since they're not going to do it anywhere else, like that's just going to be so cool. So I want to stay for that to be able to experience that. And also, like I want to stay in London too. It's not I'm not just staying for Disneyland Paris, obviously, oh, yeah. but like. I'm staying because I want to have a, a full year of experience, no school, really living in London. And the added uh, benefit of that is I get to stay until Frozen Land opens. So nice. essentially, you won't catch me back in America until that place is open and then I'll come back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming that summer of 2024 is when it's going to open because summer of 2022 is when Avengers Campus opened. And then I'm assuming, you know, maybe two years after that, a year after that, it depends on when they get started on Galaxy's Edge because right now, They've officially like broken ground for Frozen Land, but they haven't broken ground yet for Galaxy's Edge. So maybe they'll be building it at the same time. Maybe they'll, you know, take pauses. Um, we'll see where they're putting their attention. But uh, but yeah, definitely staying for Frozen Land till 2024. It'd be nice if they did something different for Galaxy's Edge at uh Paris. Maybe yeah, that's and what I mean, they're thinking about. <laughs> in Florida, it is laid out a little bit differently. It's not like the the entrances and the placement of the entrances are different however the, the for the most part it's really similar but there are a few structural differences to galaxy's edge but oh, like yeah. the marketplace is similarly play, uh, laid out but like if i remember correctly the restaurant area is slightly different and where you go in for um millennium falcon smugglers run is a, is a little bit different too um, but there's a lot of similarities. Like I was like, oh, this door is not a door here. It's a wall, but this is supposed to be a wall, but in Disneyland, it's a door. Like, yeah. <laughs> so there's, there's certain changes there, but so I could see them having it be different in Paris just because it's different in Disney world. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, like just the layout on the land, like you kind of have to make yeah. it a little bit different, but, uh, you yeah. know, it's it uh, galaxy's edge needs, and I think they're realizing it too. Like it just needs more because like when you have Avengers campus and, you know, Avengers campus doesn't have that much, but like the character meet and greets are in there are spectacular. And I know star Wars can do that, but they really like put themselves in a corner with like the time period type thing. So, yeah. and I think they're realizing that now, cause like now they have Boba Fett, which Boba Fett wasn't really alive during the period of like mm. the last Jedi and where galaxy's edge takes place. But yeah. They have Boba Fett and Finnick Shand who are in kind of like the original trilogy era, like right. a, little, a couple of years after that. And how, the way that they designed it for them to like exist in this universe, 
they exist in the part where there's no um, reference to the sequel trilogy. <laughs> so yeah, they exist which, like um... they're not allowed to like go into a specific area, which yeah. is like I, mental gymnastics for the cast member. If, if Boba Fett walks yeah. in and he sees like a first order thing, which he's technically he isn't supposed to. <laughs> yeah. But now there's so they... the man. The Mandalorian's gonna be there now with baby. Oh, that's Kogu. gonna be really cool. That's gonna yeah. be really cool. Looking it's forward to that. Probably the same rules too, of like he can't be in a specific part of the park. And yeah. like Ray can't mention Boba Fett. Like Ray can't right. know that Boba Fett exists. So if you say, right. Yeah, I saw Boba Fett, and she'll probably be like, Didn't he die a long time ago? Yeah. <laughs> or something. Yeah. Um like, but yeah. oh interesting. I'm not familiar with that traveler, like whatever. Yeah, they they painted themselves in a corner. Um with galaxy's edge honestly which yeah. is sad but it's still a fun time i yeah. i loved galaxy's edge yeah. um so now let's talk about the future um of our disney stuff i actually i want to ask you real quick like i'm sure you miss disneyland but like oh yeah talk about like what do you miss about like disneyland specifically as somebody who lived in california but like you know i'm sure you miss walt disney world as well because like that was um your park <laughs> oh yeah no disney disney world i definitely think i miss more than disneyland but disneyland i just miss i don't even know how to phrase it i think i don't even know what it is there's just a certain level of magic that is not in disneyland paris that i miss honestly it's the magic it's in the, the atmosphere and that goes for disney world too both of those like i miss the atmosphere because it is definitely a palpable change from Disneyland Paris. And I think it's just the culture of the side of the world. Um, but I obviously suit like I miss cars land a lot. Like that is, that is my favorite place. And I really miss DCA because a DCA, I think is my favorite park over Disneyland versus Disney, uh, versus DCA. And I just, I, I love the, the park hopping and the, just the, the happy go lucky, like funness and and also the time when I was living so close and was there once a week like I I'm obviously missed that time in my life and that time in the world but um but yeah I think the thing I miss the most about Disneyland is um is I love Big Thunder Mountain and Indiana Jones and I would say the two things would be Indiana Jones and, and Cars Land for sure yeah those are really good rides um yeah I ride them as much as I can when I'm there I, I do love Rise of the Resistance. Um, yes, it's fantastic. Yeah, it's a, an experience like anywhere, like Florida and California have it. And like, it's probably one of the best Star Wars experience that you can have. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and I have to say, um, even though I do like Disney World better, uh, I have to say Galaxy's Edge in Disneyland is superior compared yeah. to the one in Disney World. Yeah, I, I, I don't know why, uh, but I, I, get, I agree with you. <laughs> mm, yeah, uh, it's the yeah. way that the land is laid out because what I like in Disneyland is you cannot see Disneyland from anywhere inside of Galaxy's Edge. And if mm. you can see Galaxy's Edge, you can't see Disneyland and vice versa. If you see Disneyland, you can't see Galaxy's Edge. In Disney World, you can very clearly see, like um, if you're standing on one of the entrances of Galaxy's Edge, you can see Toy Story Land, mm -hmm. like really easily. It is a very short walk between, like in my opinion, they should have pushed the park back about uh, 40 feet because they could have done the same thing, curved the entrance a little bit to where if you could see Galaxy's Edge, you can't see and vice versa. So there's a little bit more land immersion when it comes to the one in Disneyland. Yeah, I, I can see that. Um, 
the immersion's great. I mean, on Big Thunder, you could kind of see the spires um, when you go up, like like one of yeah. the drops. But like, you don't see like it's like oh, those that's a really interesting rock formation. Exactly. <laughs> you, yeah, and then you, when you're on Slinky Dog Dash, you can see literally into Galaxy's Edge. Like it's not just the rocks. Like you are seeing into you can see the Star Wars stuff, and you're like, oh, uh, I mean, like it, that stuff never really bothers me too much. I mean, like I can see Spider-Man flip um, when I'm in Mater's uh, Jamboree, tow truck Jamboree, right? Yeah, yeah which yeah. is like, oh, that's that's fine. I think a lot of mm-hmm. people like 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 the immersion and stuff like that, but I think it's I think Star Wars is just so different. It's Star such Wars a different, different immersion. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think that's why I have a higher standard for it because mm-hmm. I get you can see different stuff from different lands, but like the Galaxy's Edge has such a different story. And quite frankly, like it is weird that there is a Cars land um where, you know, there's no human beings in <laughs> in cars and all of a sudden like the cars are interacting with like humans. <laughs> I, love it. I yeah. love it it's so bizarre like cars in general is just so bizarre but I uh, see I, it's, it is my favorite thing as oh, you can yeah. see the blanket behind me and mm-hmm. my mater bag it is my tried and true number one most favorite movie of all time. and cars land like they're doing the Halloween stuff right now and yes. the Bates motel like model in there I, I just thought like oh I've never noticed that there's a psycho reference in cars <gasps> like it's a little model of the Bates motel and like the that's so fun Norman Bates and everything but it's like it's cars <laughs> oh, I love it I love to see it um but no like what is the future now for the parks because you have an annual pass and you plan to go with your mom and stuff like your next trip when is it going to be and like what do you plan to do at this time around that you couldn't do before besides like Avengers Campus? I would say, so my next trip is in the beginning of November and I would say my personal focus would be to try to ride um, Space Mountain again and interact with more characters but I am going through for my friend's 30th birthdays and I've honestly done everything so aside from Avengers Campus I'm just there to kind of like follow along and be a good tour guide to my friend if she needs it and um, just do whatever she wants to do but if I have any sort of personal agenda I guess the one piece would be Ride Space Mountain again, because I didn't do that on my last trip. And then, yeah, try to find more character interactions would be my main focus. Um, but yeah, I plan on having my annual pass uh, for as long as I live in the UK. Mm-hmm. Uh, once I get it all set up and we'll see how that experience goes. Um, but as long as I can find, you know, obviously the value in it. But yeah, that's, you know, I have my trip in November and then my trip for Christmas. And I hope I can go by myself for Christmas because that is one of my favorite park experiences is going by myself. Mm-hmm. And so I would really like to just go by myself. And that's what, if I don't go by myself for Christmas, I'll definitely be going by myself for spring break. And I just want to go and just kind of do my own thing and have my own time and just take it slow and um, enjoy as many of the shows as possible. Um, yeah, that's, that's kind of my focus. Do you go, are you staying at a hotel? Um in that area or this time we're staying at an Airbnb. Um, but when I go with my mom, I really want to try to stay at one of the resort hotels because they have a hotel called hotel Santa Fe, which is entirely cars themed and cars inspired. You might check and see if they do the payment stuff. Cause like, I don't 
believe they do with these ones because we were looking into it for my friend's uh, birthday trip and it was it didn't seem like it was an option like I'm sure I would have stumbled upon it because I've been looking into it a lot Mm -hmm. so I should see if I have the Disney credit card and so I'm thinking of putting the trip that's happening in literally a year on that to you know earn the Disney cash um but but yeah the, the the system here it's just overwhelmingly different yeah, I bet. <laughs> and so I think when it comes to like the payments or fast passes or all this stuff or photo pass, like it's just not the same here, which is like, that's fine, but it's it's just jarringly different realizing that like Josh DeMauro, well, is he still in president of parks? Yeah. Josh yeah, DeMauro, who's the president of parks, uh, products and entertainment only covers the United States parks. So anything, anything that's happening in the United States parks doesn't necessarily transfer over to the international parks, which makes sense. But like, it was the first time I really realized that of like, oh, these are very different places. These are run by different people entirely with different missions, you know? Mm-hmm. So they try to, it's not that the integrity isn't there and it's not that the, those people don't go to those parks. I think Josh tomorrow was at the opening of Avengers Campus, but it's just, it's just a very different experience. Yeah, that's kind of like how it is at Tokyo and Shanghai and that like yeah. it's very tied into their culture. So I think for, for if anything, I would love to go to Tokyo Disney. Like one yeah, day. Because my, like, one I, of my friends and I are going to try to go. Yeah, because culturally it's just different. And I, I don't think you can actually go like now, like with the pandemic. No, they just like, opened it. They literally like a, two weeks ago, they just opened. Um, You don't need a like you, you don't need a traveler's visa anymore. Like Japan is open. Oh, good. That's good. Literally, because there's a guy who I follow on on um online who he talks a lot about uh, Tokyo theme parks, and he was like making huge announcements about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's different there too because Tokyo is technically not a part of the Disney Dis- parks in the same way. It's more of like a franchise. Mm-hmm. Um, right. so like for instance, if you're a cast member, you can't get into there for free, and if you're a cast member of Tokyo, you can't get into the other ones for free. But if you're mm-hmm. a cast member of like Disney World, you can get into Disneyland for free and and all. Really. Oh. Yeah. 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 Oh, so like. <laughs> with the yeah, pandemic i mean it's it's still the same system i reservations are a little bit different um like they they took a while for them to open up the the blue id passes but yeah so you you can still do that but it's just the tokyo one is completely it's a it's a it's a beast of its own yeah um before i talk about like my trip and stuff like with my d23 membership i got a package um <sighs> the package came with pins and the theme was <laughs> parks around the world so i have a I have a pin representing each park around the world. Um, <gasps> I would have to pick up my camera and like black. I'll show you like a picture of it, but like uh, yeah. you could see it online. There is one pin represents like a theme park. So I have a Disneyland Paris one. I have one <gasps> from Disneyland and Walt Disney World with figment on it. Um, there's Hong Kong, Shanghai, and uh, Tokyo Disneyland on there. Um, and then I have... Uh, the Disney Cruise Line, which was represented with Disney Wish. Oh, that's so fun. Yeah, that's the reason why I got this thing is because those pins were really nice. <laughs> oh, that's, uh, yeah, you'll have to send me a picture so I can see them because that's so cool. Yeah, I'll send Yeah, because my phone's my camera. So I, I'd have to like unplug it and stuff. But yeah, no, um, later, 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 later. <laughs> I'm going at the end of October, starting the 28th and through the November 1st. So when you're just about to leave for your trip, I will be yeah. done with mine. Uh, um, I'm doing all the Halloween things. Um, I bought my ticket for Oogie Boogie Bash this year. And my focus for Oogie Boogie Bash, because I did it last year, 
uh, through the sketchy like scalper thing. <laughs> and no, I but this time, yeah, but this time I bought, I bought my ticket for real. Um, okay. I, I paid like just half of like what I paid the scalper last year. <laughs> it was like 300 and uh, the, the ticket was like 150. Uh, anyway, um, I want to focus more on character, like trails and stuff like, so mm-hmm. th- they do the trick or treat trails and mm-hmm. uh, the characters are on stage, stages. At first I thought it was a COVID thing, but like they're doing it again like that this year. Yeah, and uh, yeah, they've all, I believe they've always done it like that. There's never been a meet and greet for it. Cause I had a friend who's gone to Oogie Boogie Bash almost every year and she's never said that there is a meet and greet. Yeah, which is fine. Um, it looks still fun. Um, Ernesto de la Cruz is going to be there. I really want to see Gosh. that. Like he looked, he looked amazing. Like I can't Fantastic. I can't wait to see what it looks like in person. I, I'm oh sure God, in person I'm so it's going to look really good. I, I'm excited to take pictures, talk with him. Um, the Sanderson sisters are there as Mickey, as Minnie, um, not Mickey. <laughs> Minnie, Minnie, Daisy, Claire, and, and Claire Bell. Yeah, which looks a lot of fun. It's a very long wait for them. So I don't know if I want to commit to that or Kingdom Hearts, Donald and Goofy and Mickey, which <sighs> I think that one would be way cooler <laughs> yeah. and more my style so they're actually a meet and greet pictures so i cool. can't wait for that one um i d- was debating if i wanted to check the parade out or that's exclusive to oogie boogie bash it was mm. the same as last year's but i think i really want to focus on like trick-or-treat trails and see where i'm yeah. at because they do two shows um i'm going to keep the candy this time because um i didn't have like because i went on the very last day of Oogie Boogie Bash and the next day before that I was leaving <laughs> so I was like I have no place to put all this candy so I just gave it to a mom oh, um that's nice. yeah so I will keep the candy for myself because I'm staying at the Paradise Pier Hotel yes. <laughs> uh, throughout that whole week and so I'll just eat in the hotel Perfect. um let's see oh and get like merch like I I bought like I didn't know they had Oogie Boogie pins until oh, this year yeah. and there was one for last year too and I was like why didn't I get a pin last year? I was really adamant on like finding pins. And so I bought it. uh, I bought one off of eBay. It was like 20 bucks, which was like, okay, this is how much I would pay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, That's not bad at all. Pins are usually like 30, 40, 50, depending on like the quality. So I really want to focus on buying like exclusive Oogie Boogie merch, which Mm. is like, I missed out on that last year for somehow. I think I was tired. I was like the end of the trip. Usually towards the end, I'm just like, I want to go sleep <laughs> yeah yeah uh, and I, i'm done with the parks um, it's a lot of walking <laughs> it is a lot of walking um i on oogie boogie day though which is on saturday i'll be there on friday i actually don't have admission to the park so my magic key is a blockout day that day oh. and i decided not to buy a theme park ticket till I, so i can yeah. enter the park early so i'm like i'm gonna make this a hotel day so i'm gonna yeah. use the pool um i'm gonna go to the grand californian hotels um storyteller cafe which um i've never been there so i get to eat at the grand californian hotel even though i'm a paradise pier person it's it's fine um so i'll get to experience that the pool maybe explore downtown disney and then i have admission to the park at three um the first night friday um i think i am gonna catch the fireworks show uh the frightfully whatever it's called like nightmare before christmas like <laughs> halloween like uh, yeah. firework thing i i might check it out i might do rides i haven't decided because i saw it last it, most of the stuff is from last year and i was like mm. do i really need to see it again like yeah, uh yeah. or like it is the season so might as well and i'm here mm. um after oogie boogie bash on sunday i'm gonna do not scary farm 
I've never been to Knott's before. So, oh um, my gosh, neither have I. And I've it's never, a, it's a huge regret of mine. So that's going to be so much fun. But uh, I'm just doing the scary, like the, like the horror version of it. And yeah. it, it looks very intense. Like, I think it's more intense than Universal, mostly because these yeah. guys, like those, they, they have this mechanism like on their, where they, I think they, they can slide on their knees like and try to scare you with like sparks and like the fog is very dense too um so um you don't know where they're coming from sometimes like the fog <gasps> is really there to like disorient you <laughs> and like people are just coming at you scaring you um, oh God, it's gonna be insane and like the the haunted houses i've checked some of them from last year like on on video and like they really go all out uh for their halloween event so It'll be very interesting. I'm a little nervous because like, I'm wondering like how scary this is going to be. Yeah. Um, I do have, I, I will be at Disneyland like for, uh, I have a ticket like from my older purchase and stuff like that, yeah. that I'm going to use that day for like the morning and afternoon. But I think I get to go to knots at like five or something and it starts okay. at like six. I'm not getting their fast lane pass because um, mm. it was very expensive actually. <laughs> mm. Um so I'll see like, but I'll see where the night takes me. And, um, if I want to buy it at the end of the night, I think I'll be yeah. fine. Um, their bag policy is whack. Um, you can't really carry a bag with you. The only thing, the only size bag you can carry is like the size of like, a like my hand probably maybe a little Whoa, bit bigger, very small, very small. It's because of all the, the fights have been going on at night. Have you heard, yeah, have you heard all yeah. the, uh, the craziness at Knott's Berry Farm with all these kids. So <laughs> the stupid. It's chaperone. so annoying. Yep. Chaperone policy in effect. Wow. I mean, I, you know, if I, I am a big proponent of safety. And mm-hmm. if if you just being able to essentially bring your keys, your wallet, and your phone, like, yeah, it's it, it's it's frustrating. But at the same time, like, I I would rather have that than have any sort of shenanigans shenanigans going on. And it's just frustrating that people have to be stupid. Exactly. But what can you do? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, what can you do? Yeah. And it, it, Disneyland, like my hotel is not too far from Knott's. So I, I think I'll be fine. Yeah, um, be good. On the last day, um, which is Monday, um, October 31st, Halloween, I'll be at Universal Studios for Halloween Horror Nights. And oh uh, I did get an annual pass for Universal. Um, it's just 300, 300 bucks for like their no, second No, it's really tier. cheap. I had one too. It's yeah. really, really cheap. So if you go more than twice, it's worth it. Yeah. Um, I have the unlimited. I initially was going to do a frequent, like the frequent fear pass, which I do have. Uh, <laughs> you can't really use frequent fear on the last day. Like it's not really worth it. But like um, when you look at the tickets for the unlimited pass versus like how much a frequent fear pass costs, the difference is 30 bucks. Uh, it's like $330 for like, uh, so it was just like, I might as well get it just in case I want to go to, to um, Universal how many other times. Yeah. The reason why I initially, cause I was, I was planning to go the 30th and the 31st, but the reason why I stopped that was because I was, I do this thing where I look at Ubers, um, and see how much they cost. Like, Oh, this is around the time I would go to universal studios or plan to go to universal studios. How much would an Uber cost if I, uh, were to get it right now? So I would put yeah. like universal studios, paradise pier, how much is the Uber going to cost if I order it? And it was a lot more expensive than I, uh, originally thought. And I was like, mm-hmm. Hmm, maybe this extra money can go towards something else fun (laughs) in the area. So that's where the knots thing came up, uh, came to be. So, um, 
I am going to go to Universal Studios. Um, it's an unlimited fear pass, so like a unlimited express. So I will completely decimate each and every ride because <laughs> uh, they're open until like one or two, I think. Jeez. And um, I'll be able to ride every maze, maybe more than once, do all the rides. Yeah, there'll be a full day. Pretty yeah, much. if that's something you're into, I think it'll be worth it. Oh yeah, it's going to be a good time. Uh, the IPs yeah. that are there are really good. Halloween's yeah. going to be there. Killer clowns from outer space. Uh, they got scare actors, clowns on chainsaws. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. But, yeah. I think you, you would absolutely hate that. Like, yeah, I would. it's my nightmare. Yeah. I don't know. Like, have you worked at Universal before? Like, can you imagine? Yeah. Like, uh, like, you probably couldn't get out of, like, working a Halloween Horror Nights if you worked Oh, there. yeah. No, that is, that is definitely a night that... I feel like is very a, a very in high demand night in the same way that like you can't get Christmas off at Disney. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And you probably can't get Disney Christmas off at Universal. So I bet you it's probably really hard to not work, but I feel like you'd probably if you can essentially be like I like I would do the same kind of thing that I did at Disneyland Disney World of just like I'm terrified of this. Like I will work I will work all these shifts in trade for not working this. Like, what can I give you in order not to work this? Like if I ever worked at Universal and I didn't want to work Halloween Horror Nights, I would, I would assume that they would find a way to accommodate people who are just literally too scared to work it. Cause yeah. I could not work it. Like I would quit if they wouldn't let me not work those nights. Yeah. You, if, you might be able hard. to, you might be able to work in the stores cause they can't go in the stores. Yeah, but I still wouldn't want to be around all that stuff. Like, that's just too much for me. So, that's yeah, fair. maybe, maybe there's, um, I bet you there's workarounds. Like, they, they're, I, I, even though it's a crazy, huge theme park company, whatever, I bet you they are at least reasonable, you know? Yeah. yeah. But, yeah. um, by the time of my trip, I don't know. Like, they've already been transforming the Paradise Pier Hotel into Pixar Place Hotel. And I don't know by the time I get there what's going to be constructed like they can't just simply like i don't think they can just cancel a reservation that's like that's the other thing in my mind i was like they can't just do that like they have to they would have to like accommodate something yeah no you'll be fine you have a reservation you'll be fine yeah i pay for it (laughs) yeah exactly so um yeah i it'll be interesting to see if they've gotten all their pixar peer of pixar place hotel stuff like how much of it they've gotten up. I don't expect the rooms to be done, honestly, but um, like the interior stuff, if they have a sign out, that would be interesting. I like to see these views. Look at that. I know, I'm jealous. It's going to be so good. Yeah, Uh, the Halloween stuff is going to be fun. Um, I have an idea for just a universal trip, like for Christmas. They're not doing any Christmas spectacular, like evening shows like evening separate event tickets at disneyland which surprising because they did it last year and you'd think Mm -hmm. disney loves money they would want to do it again but they're not um so Mm -hmm. they haven't really announced like what they're going to do at disneyland but i've been debating going to universal to see grinchmas like the grinch Mm -hmm. and like like all the 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 holiday stuff over there yeah but i've also thought about um well universal is going to open super nintendo world really soon yeah i didn't know that was opening in 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 spring universal in hollywood yeah it's opening universal in hollywood (gasps) it's almost done oh i thought it was only disney world yeah no they're not doing they're they're there's gonna be a version sorry not disney world uh florida yeah 
Epic Universe, the new park that they're having, like um, there is going to be a Super Nintendo World there. Um, <gasps> there's a new like Universal Park that's going to be opening. It's, um, I didn't know about any of this. Yeah, look it up. Epic Universe is going to be their yes. brand new like park. Um, I don't know if it's even going to be in the same area as Universal. I mean, if it should. I'm going to write that down before I forget. Yeah, um, Epic Universe, it's going to be a, a whole thing. Um, but Super Nintendo World is opening in Hollywood spring next year. So I've debated maybe just wait until spring and go back, um, yeah. which sounds like the reasonable, responsible adult thing to do. Um, to be honest, going to, in this trip in October after just coming back in August, maybe not the smartest thing in the world. Uh, but hey, how many times are you going to do be able to do that? You know? exactly exactly um probably take a break probably go back in february but the plan now once my october trip is over um i'm going to book a cruise (gasps) right you talked about that yeah i'm gonna do the disney wish like i before you tell me about the disney wish i just want to say i okay so i just noticed how late it is here oh yeah and not only do my roommates have to be up early in the morning, but I also have to be up early in the morning. And I yeah. did not realize how long we've been talking. And so I, I want to hear about the Disney been, wish. How, we've how been talking have, for three hours. Seriously? Yeah, oh, almost wow. three and a half hours. I guess like, yeah, I haven't checked like the time, but. Uh, but okay. I just, when I wrote down that note, I was like, oh my God, it's past 10 o'clock. Like right. I, I want to I continue talking, but I can't. <laughs> okay, well, so if let's we can maybe like do a part two where we'll we do, talk about other stuff, like the, will, the wish and your plans for that, because I'd love to talk about it. But like, we'll do a part it's two. Way too late. <laughs> let's do a part two. Let's come back like in November and talk. Yes, about, yes. Uh, post your, post your, my trip. Your, my, and then post your trip too. Yeah. So uh, the way would always get to enjoy that. You know, that's the thing when you haven't recorded in like two months. It's just like you you, you got to come out with a very big video. <laughs> you know, and that's and that's that's great. It's great for the people. All right. Yeah. Hopefully it was. I mean, hopefully everyone had a good time yeah, <laughs> listening to it. You know, I'd love to hear what people. You know, anybody who listens to this wants us to talk about in the please, next episode. Please do because no one responds. Yeah. <laughs> no one posts a comment. So please, if you have yeah, something please to say. Leave a comment. Um. So. Yeah, let's end it now because, yeah, I, I have stuff to do, too. I didn't realize how long yeah. we recorded. I was like, it feels long, but, you know, I'm having a good time. I don't know where to stop. Yeah, no, no, time flies when you're having fun. And then I like, right. literally, when I wrote that note, I was like, oh, yeah, that's bad. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, Wayward Artists, please subscribe to the Wayward World podcast. And, um, yeah, w- there'll be more videos and stuff in the future, hopefully. Um, yes. Knock on wood if I don't get Very depressed soon. again. Um, Annalise, uh, w- let's... Let's hope everyone has a magical day. Have a magical day, everybody. Have a magical day, everybody. <laughs> that's, I was going to say the last word, but I figured like that's, that would be the last word, cast member and all that. Uh, <laughs> anyway, thanks for sharing. Thanks for talking with me, Disney stuff. Yes, thanks for having me on as always. All right, Wayward Artists, without further ado, it's been real. <laughs>